gonna have to send Tony the link. I, I thought okay. Because he would have already been in here if we weren't in it. Are we not in the same room? Why do you have a 2004 red truck saved to your bookmarks? Who fucking knows? Are you are you living a whole separate life I don't even know about? <laughs> no, but my email is very, very old. What am I doing? Here I am. Ophelia. That's the you been on my mind. Since the flow. Oh, Ophelia. Ivan, thank you. I know we want to get the show started, but we're waiting on Tony. It will happen shortly. Start the show. And then you can give your perspective on everything. Tony's cats give their perspective. You might as well give yours. I love how we're waiting on Tony. (laughs) I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I don't know. Here, I'm just going to call him from Messenger. Yeah, just, yeah. I know he's watching. Iron Chef, I think we're not in the same room. Hey, buddy, you want to come online? <laughs> I'm We're in a different. Oh, there it is. I don't know. There don't we know go. How this happens. All right. Good chat. <laughs> what the F? Something's not right. Like, geez, man, what a mess. Well, it worked the first, like it worked the first two weeks. It, yeah, it's so and weird. Just, and then it were, even worked last week. Like I have never since we set up the calendar, I have never not gone through that link. Yeah. And even even then that link worked. I wonder if it's because well no, I don't know. I don't know cuz even when like when when Rick called, I was I didn't change anything. I just answered the phone and then while we were talking it brought me in. That's weird. What? <laughs> yeah. So I didn't actually do anything different. Like I didn't go into a different room or anything else. Is our is our video lagging at all or is it pretty clean? Seems to be pretty clean. Okay, I was just wondering if it was maybe the connection was bad and it just took a while for it to process that, that, hey, let's start this meeting kind of thing. (laughs) Maybe because like I I basically when I came downstairs and set up, I always click on that link and then just let it sit until somebody else pops on and starts the meeting. So mine was just sitting there and it wasn't until, like I said, until Rick and I were talking that it actually came through. That's so weird because we sat, we've been sitting here for probably about 15 minutes. Well, I don't know about that. Yeah, about 15 minutes. And, uh, and finally I was like, I was like, I don't think I have Tony's phone number. I was like, and he's not reading chat. I was like, I don't know what to do right now. Which is weird because the chat messages like didn't buzz my phone. Like when I just opened it now, I see that you guys sent a new link and everything else. Something's going on. It's probably because it probably didn't buzz my phone because of what time it is. Um, so my phone just probably oh. was just like, you're asleep. And I was like, nope, it's Saturday. <laughs> you should be sleeping. <laughs> um, so we're going to be doing a little switch of pace. You guys are going to do the prim- the most of the work when it comes to hosting because I did not take notes. And I'm looking through Karina's notes because they're abridged. And then I'm looking through your notes and they're abridged as well. <laughs> um, so I am not going to host tonight. I will just be color commentary. I, I like that you specifically said that this week you're yeah, going to be using your own notes and not anybody else's. All right. So uh, the plan was the day that happened and Karina can confirm that because I came in and I put it on and within like 35 seconds of the intro starting, Luke came over and just threw a fucking tantrum. He just started crawling all over Rick, kicking him in the stomach and like yeah. he wants to use Rick's body as a slide. And he wants to sit on his chest right up here and slide down his body and his it's legs like, and stuff. No. And so Rick like told him no. And we're not allowed to do that yeah. with Luke. Oh. <laughs> and 
he How dare you not let me use your body as a playground? It was the episode. So when I went and I went to go restart it today to rewatch it, which it obviously had stopped when you shut it off while Luke was throwing throwing his fit. And mind you, he continued to throw a fit for probably another 10 or 15 minutes after we stopped the episode. And when I hit play today, the episode was 32 minutes in. Which means he threw a fucking fit for over 40 minutes. Jesus. The good thing about this episode is nothing happened. Yeah. And I kind of (laughs) foreshadowed that from last week. I was like, God, you know what? Just bring us back to the to be continued. And what happens? Yeah. Damn you. To be continued. It wasn't even a good to be continued, though. It wasn't like halfway through the episode where it was like something super complicated. It was just. Oh no, mid we elimination time. We're in the yeah. middle of elimination. What should we do? I'll just throw the to be continued title card in there. It'll be fine. It wasn't fine. <laughs> FYI, it, it was, was not fine ass because I wasn't paying attention to how much was left of the episode. So I was, you know, watching the elimination. And then it was just like next time on. I was like, fuck you. <laughs> well, I guess the nice thing about it is, is when they released episode eight, four weeks ago in Canada, um, yeah. It was not the final episode. So, right. Yeah. You know, True. cliffhanger, which is which is really funny because there's a guy in our trash talk group who is from Canada who said that when that happened, he watched the episode and that he did see the final. Yeah. And so now I'm like, you fucking liar. Well, you are either, a liar. <laughs> he either did or he was also able to watch like nine. Episode. Yeah, possibly. Okay, okay. possibly. Because I don't know. Still. I only watched. I only watched until it said um, "last time on" or whatever. Right. And I was right. like, "Well, I definitely know that the last time on, Derek and Veronica did not win the daily. <laughs> and it wasn't trivia. So yeah. I'm going to stop this." You're probably laughing at me those couple of weeks because I remember saying like six times, "Like I don't think we're going to get trivia," and I'm going to fucking cry. Like I'm going to throw a fit yeah. about it. And Tony's over here knowing the whole time, like. There's trivia. Just you wait. <laughs> There's trivia. I've seen that there is trivia. I have not seen the trivia. I know it exists. See, so my thing with the um with the the to be continued or whatever, like why mid elimination? Like you said, mm. like it, I would have respected this to be continued more if they had done it while Derek was standing down there. Deciding to decide, who, yeah, 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 and it's like he's like, oh, do I want to pick West or do I want to pick Nehemiah? Blah blah like blah, that. and that, and then you cut it for a to be continued. I would have been cool with that, right? Yep. Or you do the West Neam or the Derek Nehemiah elimination, whatever happens happens, and you to be continued it right before the um the Kayla and what is it, Kayla and Kellyanne, Kellyanne. right? Because there's a lot of I guess we'll get into this later or whatever, but there's a lot of like controversy around whether that elimination is actually going to happen and or count or anything because we're lowest girls. Yeah, Yeah. like that's I mean, unless I don't want to ruin anyone's episode, but (laughs) uh, unless it's just for a star, you know, since they both have one and it gives someone two. Or there's a purge in the final and it's going to drop down to three anyways. Yeah. And then there's no girl getting purged. There's only a guy getting purged. But I have a feeling they're not going to eliminate because I don't remember a time that they've only taken three women to a final and four men. The only thing that makes me question it is that 
in the next, like next week on blah, 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 yeah. there's a clip and you see Kayla and Kellyanne with the pole in their hands, actually fighting over it. So I'm like, yeah. if they don't do the elimination, it'll be like, if it doesn't send anyone home or whatever, it'll be something like that where, you know what I mean? One person's going into the final with zero stars and, you know, or whatever, or they start it and then TJ blows a horde and he's like, huh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> You're yeah. both staying. You know what I mean? Which is something I could totally see happening. For so. the girls, we're going to wrap the bar with a thousand volts of electric <laughs> wire. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and then attach it to a bed frame. Yeah. Yeah. So just kidding. Kara's over there like, yes. <laughs> she's like telling Cook, like, it's so, she's like telling her, like, how to like pre- mentally prepare for this and stuff and like how to take it and like what it's going to feel like and shit. I'm like, you have no idea what it feels like to get shocked she, by seven car batteries. Like, what are you talking about? She does know what it's like to get shocked because we saw it in Final Reckoning. Yeah, and she couldn't even through. handle it. Yeah. And those were just those little dog shocker, dog collar shock collar sh- shocker. <laughs> Right, the dog collar, shock collar, shock collar, shock collar, shock collar, (laughs) stray (laughs) baller. There you go. Nice recovery, Karina. Yeah. (laughs) Should we just get into this? Yeah. Let's just fucking let's just get into this. I'm ready to talk about this episode. Look, I'm. It was yeah, yeah. Episode eight. It was interesting. Are you going to introduce us? I'm going to introduce us and all that, but I'm just going to wrap this up in a tight little bow. Okay, I'm so sorry to interrupt you. Don't be. I interrupt all of you guys all the time. I don't care. I'm going to interrupt you later. Forewarning. You I know you are. Mad. You're like, oh, you guys are going to host. I'm like, yeah, I'm okay. not reading these notes. <laughs> you want to do the introductions? No, I like when you do. Them. You sure? Yeah, you do. them so good. You're so good at it. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. Uh, from Alex from the circle and two watching dudes cartoons two cartoons guys watching dudes two guy- <laughs> yeah two I'm great dudes, at it watch guys <laughs> I don't even know why I do this show anymore like you the you- listens would probably go up if I you know was like you know I'm gonna take an extended break I doubt it I highly you doubt it. Got it right you yeah I think you got it right in the middle of the show and then you I mean, fell I, off again at the you, end. Then you bookended, you bookended it with Rob. <laughs> yeah, in the I middle, bang it came, came it's full that circle. Marketing experience in me. That's what it is. Got to do those bookends. Full circle, baby. <laughs> Got to tell a full story. So, just so you know, um, af- after the daily is when you'll do your ad break before okay. we move into post. You don't want me to record it beforehand. Is that I easier, mean, or would you rather me do it at the end of the daily? I mean, it's easier to just have it where it's supposed to be, okay, obviously. Done. But got you. Okay. <laughs> but you could do it now if you think you'll forget, or I'll remind you. No, just tap me on the. Leg or here, I'll just do this. Like, just give me hand signals. Start a, I'll add a it small into fire, notes. like we're on Survivor with smoke signals to let me know it's time, and then I'll do it. Look, there you go. What? Give it a second to update, but I just put in. Ad break right after the daily. <laughs> I'm going to say ad break. Anything you put on the teleprompter, I will say. <laughs> asterisk, asterisk. Go fuck asterisk, yourself, asterisk. San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Rick and his poop mouth. <laughs> <laughs> poop. 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 <laughs> poop. <laughs> 
Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us again on the Challenge Fandom Podcast. This is the Trash Talk Roundtable. We're going to be reviewing All-Stars Season 3, and it's going to be, what, Episode 8? What's the name of this one again? Going Bananas. This B- shit is... Half an episode. Half an episode. Yeah, I'm sorry. Half it's it's like It's like point seven fourth percent of an episode i don't know fuck it was i'm not good with math i'm about as good at math as amber b is so let's get this going stop you're right she's better um (laughs) uh, my name's ricky hayes uh i'm an asshole uh this is my beautiful wife karina and then we have the one the only tony stats and info lance and we want to thank you guys so much for uh joining us and uh without any further ado let's go ahead and uh hop into this yeah so here we go we start (laughs) off with derek and mark talking about what it's going to be like to play uh when they're 60 basically when mark's 60 um it's going to be like derek Derek has taken over the mantle from brad of like backhanded compliments where he said that mark's uh mark's elimination was sort of proof that some of these guys could go for another 10 years Mm -hmm. um which i know that mark is older yeah look if they start doing this at 60 we're changing the name to challenge grumpy old men look with walter Matthau. mark is the only one that i could be like oh right i could potentially envision something like that like him still playing at like 58 59 60 years old you know but Mark is like the only one that I could mm. potentially see doing that. Like, I love Derek. I love CT. Yeah, but there, no. Look, <laughs> like, no. I, I just think your body hits a certain point where you go out there and you try to run on a moving object and you're like, oh, I slipped my desk. Yeah, but Mark isn't a normal person. I'm not going to argue that. <laughs> it's also a matter of like 50 to us is different. Yeah. than 52 other people or 60 because like Tom Cruise is I think he's either 56 or 58 I forget which either yeah. way he was older in Maverick he was older filming Maverick than Tom Skerritt was in Top Gun yeah when yeah. they filmed it but like he's still doing all of that stuff and all of the, like the crazy stunts that he does that's all still him and he's pushing 60 so it's entirely possible yeah, I agree that Mark would be the one to do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, with the current advancements in medicine and technology, there's no reason to think that these guys can't live to be an easy two, 250 years old. Oh, my old. God. <laughs> You're such yeah. a child. <laughs> Sorry. It's the most logical scenario. <laughs> yeah, I mean... <laughs> On this season of <laughs> Challenge 368. <laughs> Mark Long. <laughs> and Bionic oh Brad. <laughs> the fucking beard. I'm telling you, as beard, long as that beard goes, dude. he's immortal. He better never cut that thing. He acknowledged it this episode. Oh, my God. I can't. Uh, you know what? I'm going to knock on wood because I do not. I should not have even put that out into the universe at all. No. You shouldn't have. <laughs> it's disrespectful. So, um, yeah, I mean, look, I do agree that Derek and Mark could probably go longer than the average people just because of the type of work that they put in as far as like being in the gym. And Mark is a 
a fucking freak of nature. He's in his 50s and he still looks like Adonis out there. Yeah. And he still, <laughs> you know, outperforms guys that are 10 years younger than him and that are no jokes like Latarian and Jordan. Yeah. Um, Albeit that elimination wasn't really suited for a man with one and a half. I still don't even get that elimination, like the weight and all of that. Like there, I have so many questions. But with that being said, um, you know, I, as much as I like these guys, I don't want to see them when they're 60. You know, it kind of like kills the allure. Like Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant and all these people were considered the great because they stepped away from the game. Like before they hit 45. Yeah, at the at the top. Yeah, know? still at the top. Like at a certain point, it's just walk away. But yeah. um, this is going down a whole different road. Um, was it was was it Nehemiah and Wes that we're talking next, or who was up next? No, no it was, was uh, Nehemiah and Naya. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the flip of that conversation, like the complete opposite of that conversation, is Derek and Mark are talking about how they could keep doing this for however long they have to. Whereas like Nehemiah and Naya are talking about like the motivation to be there and the why. Yeah. And Naya was saying like basically how she's at a point where she can't figure out the why being her like she can't be her own why she her why has to be for someone else. And that was that was like the the main part of the conversation. I, I get it. She's upset that Jordan's gone. But I also think that at a certain point you're you're in a a a privileged position to be on the show. And especially this point in the show, like getting ready to go into a final, like that should be motivation enough. And you got to, you're on TV. You don't want to make a fucking fool of yourself, but I, I guess mean, that's just my motivation or what it would be. I mean, I, I, I see your point, but the thing is, is like, I don't necessarily think that this was about Jordan because she also says to no. Nehemiah that like, he's her, you know, that Nehemiah is now her like motivation or whatever. I think she's just that type of person where she needs somebody like she doesn't have enough faith in herself to do it for herself. So she has to have somebody to give her that. It's like we talk about it with John A where, you know, she was always right there, right there, but she needed that little extra thing to give her that push to where she is now, you know, a, 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 a champion in all stars. I would say two-time champion because of All-Stars 1, but I can't technically, but y'all know how I feel about that. And now walking into (laughs) a third final in All-Stars. You know what I mean? Like, now that she's got her why, her kid. And, you know, Nia doesn't have kids, so her why is the people that she loves and that she's closest to. And with Jordan leaving, she felt like she didn't have anything left, but... You know, obviously, she's also still close. She's still, you're not still. She is close to Nehemiah as well. So I guess it's my thing. Go ahead, Tony. I'm sorry. sorry. I was just going to say it's like it's also a matter of like giving herself permission to do it for her. Yeah. As well, because she's she's always done it for someone else. So then it becomes that matter of like still trying to find that person to do it for, even if you're just using them as like a like a totem of sorts where you're putting putting that on them so that you have something to work toward to fight for. Right. And I think that was more of where she was going rather than like, I don't know why I'm here. It was a matter of trying to find that motivation. Yeah. Like that, that person that you want to make proud, right. Yeah. That you want to get up in the morning and keep pushing through for, you know, and for her, because she's not married, she doesn't have kids and stuff like, like I said, it's, it's the people that are closest to her in her life, like Jordan, 
you know, Nehemiah, I was reading on Instagram on her page. She had mentioned, you know, Leroy and stuff like that. So I think it was more that rather than like her being emotional over Jordan leaving. Well, I here's the last thing I'll say about this, because I, I, I know we're making a big deal over like a really small portion <laughs> of the intro. Um, but what I was going to say is I think you mentioned John A and it's the two different types of uh, perspectives on this. Right. Because they're in the very similar situation with mm-hmm. MJ leaving a couple episodes ago. Right. And with Jordan leaving. And they're both trying to find their why. Right. Right. But John A obviously found it really quick, you know, and, and yeah. that is because she does have the kids at she home. and everything. Yeah. But it's I think there's also a layer of pride with John A. And we saw it with her going after yeah. Ronnie and everything like that. And it's just a different perspective of going at the game. And I, I'll give Naya the benefit of the doubt on this, too, because she hasn't done it in, what, almost 10 years. And that's what I was going to say. And so she's this was like an, a, a brand new rookie season for her. So, mm-hmm. and, you know, I, I know I'm kind of giving her some shit, but I do understand that this was her first time back. And the only person she really knew in the house was Jordan. I mean, from her season. Yes. So. And yeah. yeah. It would be tough to where the entire season is predicated on it being all people who have made a final. And while she has made a final 100 percent, she made a final. She didn't run the final. And that in and of itself, I'm not saying this as me. I'm saying this as her perception could be that she has that much more to prove Because while she did qualify for a final and make a final, she wasn't able to run the final. So everybody else has that advantage on her in that they've been in a situation of with stakes at that level. That's a good point. She's never done it. She doesn't know what a final's like. She's never, you know, so I I get that, you know, and and like she. Yeah, I, I, I get it. I don't know, but. I'm one of those people who needs like I struggle finding, you know, motivation myself. Like I have to have somebody that I want to work for work or something to work toward. You know what I mean? I have to have that extra motivation as well. So I think that's why I I understand this situation. Totally. And like I know I know personally that like I now we're, we're all we're all getting very deep. (laughs) <laughs> uh, very early on in the in the podcast this week. Um, I love you guys. I, <laughs> fucking love you guys, man. But like I know that I a lot of the time like if my if I'm working towards a goal, I'm me being who I am, wanting to do it for myself is not enough to actually be able to work towards that goal and accomplish that goal. Yeah. Not that there's not validity in doing it for myself, but I don't that's not where I get my motivation. Exactly. I get my motivation from doing it for the benefit of someone else. And yes, I will independently benefit from it, but I can't be the sole reason that I'm working towards that goal for whatever reason. And I'm sure there's a lot to unpack there, but that's (laughs) how my brain works. I agree. Yeah, no, and and I get it. It, We all have that carrot that leads us down the trail, right? It's just figuring out what that carrot is. And I think Mm -hmm. um, Naya hasn't found that carrot at the end of the day. You know what I mean? 
So not I everyone did. is as zen as a goat on a mountaintop. Exactly. <laughs> not everybody's Jordan, right? Oh my God. Um, I did see on your notes, and I did remember this part that the next part they did Amber by 311. Yeah, they played it while the thunderstorm was going on. Like I just oh my did God. that song. I love that song so much. Like, and it was like the perfect little setting too, with like the thunderstorm going, and they had the shot of the rain like coming off the house by the window. I was just like, yeah, this is a whole vibe. And the people swimming in a thunderstorm, which you're not supposed to do. Those idiots. Yeah. You know, like I I wanted to drink a pina colada. Yeah. (laughs) Just saying it felt because you were caught in the rain. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Is that your escape? (sighs) Oh, my God. You're a dork. Another the last little thing that I happened to notice about this little intro before we move into the daily and it was so small and it was so stupid, but I absolutely loved it for just the visual effect is like they do that shot where like everybody's getting dressed and getting ready for the um the daily, which for some reason I love these shots. I don't know why. Like <laughs> when they're putting their jersey on and their name shows like it just looks I don't know. It just it, they're cool shots. What? It's the Batman shot. It's in every Batman movie when he's getting ready to go out and fight crime for the first time where they put on the he puts on his cape and everything. They do the ass shot every fucking time. Oh, I don't care about that. I like I don't care. Well, no, they did it with Kellyanne. I mean, it's the same. Yeah, but they didn't get an ass shot with Kellyanne. It was just the back of her her jersey coming down, like showing her name. and shit. I loved it. But then they flip over to Brad and he's like standing there getting ready to put his shirt on and he just stops and he shakes his beard out and shit. I was like. (laughs) like it's freaking i love it i like i don't want to say like like a dog but it was just funny like he just shook out his beard it was like a fucking suave commercial (laughs) or like pantene pro v you know what i mean what are those ones where the guy rides around on the horse the old spice is that old old spice Spice? okay wrong wrong product but still you get the idea um we did forget one thing, which was the actual intro where it was Wes coming on screen oh, by his room with yeah. the fucking eye patches on. Boo. It was a good look. I'm surprised he went with red. It really accentuated his hair and his face. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's I love true. Wes, so I love him. Dork. Um, anyway, sorry. so, yeah, so we we head out to the daily after this. What was it called? Uh, it doesn't matter because uh, we don't even. Pattern. Yeah, it was called flight pattern, but it doesn't matter. Because we don't even find that out for a little while because the very fucking oh, first thing yeah. that, that happens is that TJ starts questioning Veronica about what happened in the house. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's it's not funny. It's just kind of funny when it's you find out funny. about it. It's kind of No, it's kind of funny. Okay, so TJ starts questioning her about like what happened in the house and she's like, yeah, you know, I missed the bottom like three steps. It was dark. She was rushing for pizza that she doesn't even like. If you guys forgot, she was wearing um, Crocs, which makes it even better. Was she wearing Crocs? I yeah, thought she, she was had sam- sandals. No Crocs. Anyway, um, they're deadly. And she starts like giving TJ shit. She's like, oh, you know, you jinxed me because you were asking me about like a foot doctor and then you sent me to see one, blah, blah, blah. Like she still doesn't even realize like what's happening right now. And like, I'm sorry, but number one, unless you're like injured to the point of like not being able to continue in the game, KJ is not going to ask you how you are, or what you're doing. Like he doesn't do that. The only time TJ has ever talked to somebody about their injury or something that happened in the house is when they have to leave. So like whatever but yeah she's still not even catching on at this point and tj finally tells her he's like well i'm sorry to tell you that you know you have a broken toe and that 
medically disqualifies you from the game and you got to go pretty much. Which is a bit ridiculous because there have been seasons where people have like sprained ankles and Cara like broke her screwed, hand. Like, yeah. And then they gave her the option to continue. Yeah. Like Veronica broke her toe, had no intention of leaving. Like she was still in that conversation getting ready to do the daily. Yeah. And then was told that she couldn't compete with a broken toe. Yeah. Like I and like I am not a huge Veronica fan as of late. Um, that's not news to anybody who has listened to the recaps, but <laughs> I never like to see anybody get medically DQ'd. I would rather see somebody get eliminated in an elimination and like be able to fight for the right to stay. And if they don't win, then they go. Right. But to be medically DQ'd like this in a very conversational way, and then for it to be something uh, and like, I know that it sucks when you have a broken toe, but if you want to muscle through it, then you can. And if yeah. you come in last, then you come in last and then you potentially go into elimination. But so, all right, here's my thing on this one. And I've, I've actually put a lot of thought into this cause I knew this was, and it's been a big point of discussion on social media the last couple of days, but I think Veronica went to the doctor. They knew it was broken and it was one of those situations where she told him that she would leave. You know, she was going to end up, you know, resigning away or, you know, saying, hey, I have an injury. I can't continue. But she figured it was going to be get through the daily, get to the elimination. And that's where it happens. Right. And I'm surprised they didn't let her do that because the I know we haven't really said it and it hasn't been shown. But the daily that happens doesn't look like it would put a ton of of pressure especially if you're wearing shoes yeah it i don't i can't see it really putting any pressure on your foot other than the initial jump and the initial land yeah and i've broken the toe i haven't broken my big toe but i've gotten close and it hurts if you bend it really hard or if you put a lot of yeah. pressure on it but landing into the water especially if you kind of bring that foot up you're creating mostly impact with the other leg and i figured she could have got through that because there wasn't a lot of running she wouldn't have been able to do the final because she would have done irreparable damage to right. her foot because of it being the big tone that's what you use to balance your body on yeah um but and I, I feel like that's really what it came down to i don't think that the decision came down to this daily I think that the decision, the decision, oh my gosh, came down to, you know, whether or not they felt that she could adequately participate in the final. But that's my thing. I think she knew she was going home. She just assumed it was going to happen at the end of this episode, like at the at the freaking elimination. Like she knew she was going to go into elimination and she would have said, I can't continue, mm. blah, blah, blah. But instead, production was like, no, pull her now. Because it well, must like, have been an insurance risk is my assumption. But yeah. I don't know. Oh, for of course fact. it was. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, if they're going to pull her because they think that she wouldn't be able to run the final with it, then pull her like at the final and let her know, basically, like if it doesn't improve, you're not running the final, even if you make it there, because she might not make it to the final. And then yeah. it's a non-issue. Yeah. And like, really, what are you going to do with a broken toe? You're going to tape it to the next toe. Like that's the extent of it and you're going to try to keep off of it so yeah. then my question is let's presume that they did keep her they let her play in the daily she gets called down to elimination and she further injures it while she's pole wrestling with whoever the fuck kayla or whatever the fuck you i 
I think, in my opinion, they didn't want to let that happen because she wasn't at that big of a hindrance in this, and she probably would have done well in a puzzle daily. And what happens if she wins? What do you mean? If she wins that daily. If they let her do this daily, mm-hmm. she wins it. And then they go to a final after they've eliminated a girl and have to bring another girl back in. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I think they did it just to keep themselves from the inevitable. Yeah. You know what I mean? She basically got cahudded in a way. Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. That I mean, it, exactly it, what it was. to me, it made sense for them to send her home. Like, I know, you know, like, yes, you can do things on your toe, but again, like, or on your broken toe. But again, you know, there's things that are involved. People or not people. Sorry insurance companies and contracts and you know a multitude of companies that are all involved in this thing so i i see why they sent her home and i understand it and to be 100 percent honest i'm not bothered by it but i do you're, wonder how bothered by veronica going home no <laughs> sorry i find that shocking yeah um i'm Sorry, <laughs> was I not supposed to say that? Veronica. I was like, was I not supposed to say that? I don't. I, no, I'm not. I'm not bothered. I'm. What, I'm cool. What next? You're gonna tell me you don't want Amanda to ever come back? Yeah, I'd be fine with that. Um, <sighs> hot takes tonight, Man. ladies and gents. Hot takes. Sorry, Corey. <laughs> Have the fire extinguisher ready when you listen to this podcast. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> I hope you didn't pay for the whole seat because you're only gonna need the edge. Oh my god, you guys act like this is news. <laughs> Jeez. Sorry. Oh my gosh. Anyway, so um, Veronica gets sent home. Very upset, of course. This is the <laughs> second time that Veronica. Why are you laughing? Just the way you're very upset, of course. Very upset. Yeah, boo-hoo. Typical. (laughs) Don't go. We love you and stuff. (laughs) Oh, no. Please stay. Please. (laughs) No. Teach um, gave her a nice send-off, though. He he, did. He did give her a nice send-off. He's a true pro. So this is actually the second time that Veronica has gotten kicked out of a game due to an injury. Because she had the one where she broke her finger and that elimination going against Anissa on, I think, what was that? Like Vendetta's Dirty, or Dirty, Dirty. 30, Vendetta's, five, one of those, yeah. that little area, one of those. Dirty Dettas. And then now this one. So a finger, <laughs> a finger and a toe. Yeah. Extremities. Yeah. Collect the whole set. <laughs> well, it sucks, too, because, again, it's like another thing that's just like not totally something that can take you out of a competition based show. Like, yeah. yeah, it would it would be one thing where if she broke a leg or right, right, broke yeah, an arm, then that's like that's different. And again, I'm I'm not a massive fan of Veronica, but it would suck. Like it would suck for anybody to get that far in the competition and and make it that far. Yeah, and then get sent home for missing a couple stairs. Yeah, yep. For pizza that guess- she doesn't like. That was Dustin who did it, right? Like he, uh, Dustin and Heather, yeah, he slipped on the stairs and he cut his, his knee, knee open. It was like yeah. out by the pool, I thought. Yeah, it was on yeah. the stairs going oh, okay. the stairs, yeah. on the stairs going like from the house to the pool, and it was just like he slipped and cut his knee open, cut his knee open right on the edge of the stairs, yeah. and had to be sent home for that. Like, there's been some crazy injury eliminations throughout <laughs> Challenge history, especially when you think of like the people who stayed with like worse injuries. And then, like, Dustin slipped and cut his knee open. And they're like, well, it might get infected. You should probably leave. And <laughs> you should probably go. <laughs> Veronica breaks her toe. And they're like, well, I'm sorry. That is yeah. a, a vital, vital part. Kara, 
Broken hand with a cast? It's your decision. Guess you what? Say. Wrecking wall. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tyson Man. played with a messed up shoulder on Survivor, and they he just like popped it back in and then just like chilled in the hammock for a while. Yep. We're posting that meme with fucking this episode. I tried to. What? What? <laughs> Us trying to talk about the challenge. Tony Survivor for <laughs> Survivor <laughs> reference. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Um, the I, I do know the person that was the most upset about this outside oh of Veronica was Kayla because you know that's her only girl. She had literally no one left. She was yeah. like, I need to reevaluate my game. Like, like dude, game the film. fucking game is over. Like, look around you. What do you mean you need to reevaluate? You didn't think about reevaluating your game like one or two Treehouse member alliances ago? Like, that being said, she's the strongest competitor in the Treehouse, both like physically and also strategically. Like, outside of Derek's. Derek's got a little bit Derek's more not really Derek's not the, part like, of the treehouse anymore. Derek's in the birdhouse that's hanging from one of the branches in the treehouse. Yeah, yeah it's I agree. But yeah. I mean, like, like isn't Kayla the only one in the treehouse? Now she well, is. Yeah, but I mean, even before she was the best competitor. Oh, but when yeah. she's the only one there, she's definitely the best competitor. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. True. Like I, facts. Look, that one is facts. Nobody is going to do better than Kayla in the rest <laughs> of the show from the treehouse. It's true. I, now, I will say she's in a strange <laughs> turn of events. The majority alliance is now the underdog in the house. I know. How crazy is that? Yeah. That's freaking funny. I loved it. Through two medical DQs and three actual eliminations. I love it. Wild. It was just a what? It, it, it's not like they planned it by any means. It just fucking no. happened that way, which is great. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So daily is flight pattern. There. What? I'm sorry. Never mind. Never mind. No. If it, you want to do it, go ahead. Actually, I do remember this one. I don't even need to read it. Um. Look, I I miss hosting sometimes too. So I just want to do this one part. You mean like from 15 minutes ago? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you, do you guys remember all the good times? Man, those were some good times. <laughs> the boat times. Great times. <laughs> <laughs> you ever drink Bailey's from a shoe? No. Oh. We're not doing that. We could. No, we're not doing that. Have you ever been to a party where people wee on each other? <sighs> anyway, so the daily, um, it, basically they get to hop in a helicopter. They're strapped in. They get to hang out the side of it. And look down on the water. There's a floating like pontoon that has nine colored squares, different colors. And they have to and it has a red line that shows where the top is. And they have to memorize the pattern. That's jump important. out of. Yeah, that is the most important part. Then they have to uh, release their cord, jump off the helicopter. What it looked like about a 30 or 40 foot drop, you'd say. Yeah, maybe about yeah, probably. 30. I forget who was talking about. It might have actually been Sarah. On an episode of Brain Candy, if not on when we were interviewing her, that she said like they never dropped more than like 30 or 40 feet because they were they were talking about like some massive drop. And they said like any time that they've been on the challenge, like they never drop higher than the safety of like with a life jacket before you can actually like hurt yourself. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, and then once they drop it in the water in the drop zone, they have to swim to another pontoon that has a mini version of the puzzle with the cubes that you have to then solve. And, you know, best time wins between the male and females. Well, yeah. whoever has the most correct with the best time. 
Which was interesting because I like it's the only challenge this season and the first in recent memory where you don't have to get the puzzle right for your time to stop. Yeah. Because normally it's you do the puzzle, you get TJ to check it. If it's not right, you keep going until you get it right. And then that's when your time stops. But they were stopped like they would do a check. Their time would stop. And then at the end of everybody, then it was a matter of like this many people got it right of these people. This person got it the fastest. They they did something similar last season in All Stars, too, um, with that one puzzle where they were like up in those boxes and the floor would fall out. And remember, it was just however many on your team got as close as they could to what it was supposed to be. And you got like a certain amount of points for how many pieces you got in order or whatever. But they don't do puzzles like that very often. I personally prefer when they actually get to complete the puzzle and go through the checks and stuff. But, you know, I I see why, because I mean, I don't know, I I guess more lazy, whatever, but like. They're out in the middle of the water. TJ's up on the, you know, on the shore. They had to put a whole nother podium out there for TJ to stand on to be able to check the, you know, so. Or they could just have a camera. Or, yeah, or the camera, I guess. I don't know. I don't know why they wouldn't have done it like that. But, yeah, it was it was kind of weird. But strangely, the only reason that I'm thinking about it is because right before I jumped on the podcast, I was watching uh, Iron Chef. And yeah. when the judges are with, like are sitting there watching everybody cook and everything like that, they have screens in the table where they can see what the cameras are seeing so they can actually see the stuff being cooked. Oh, um, yeah. So I was like, well, if they just had a camera like on a post that was over top of that, TJ could very easily like look at the screen and be like, yeah, that's right. Or no, right. keep going. Right. They could have had a judge in the in the helicopter. Yeah, there's a lot of things they could have done, but like the camera view that we had of them doing the puzzle. Precisely that one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm just you know throwing that out there. Anyway, yeah, Um, Uh, yeah. So TJ also lets us know that on the women's side, whatever woman uh, takes the win today also gets Veronica's star that just kind of you know walked out with her, but. Here's my question. Why didn't this happen for the other two girls that went home earlier in the season? Like their stars just poof disappeared into the fucking, you know, into nothingness. Yeah. Into the multiverse. But Veronica's gets given out as a prize at a daily. It's just weird. I think it was because for one, the other medical DQs happened outside of dailies. So you couldn't actually play for them. But then Mm. also, I don't think that they expected that many female stars to go out because Tina left with three. Yeah. Beth. Well, Beth's went to went to John A. Melinda left with one. Melinda left with one. And And then Jemmy left with one. Right. And those. So Jemmy was I think Jemmy was after they came back from the daily. Melinda's was at the elimination. Tina's was at the elimination. Right. So. They could have done it like the next daily, but I it's almost like they didn't factor in how many stars the guys had up for grabs versus yeah. the girls because there's that's five stars gone with those. Yeah, because like the guys, I know that we had written it down for later, but I mean, basically, Mark, Derek, John A at this point all have like four stars each mm-hmm. and then Wes and Naya have two stars each. And then everybody else has one star, which means that collectively 
the girls who have won stars, there are six stars like floating around beyond or I guess there's four stars floating around beyond the actual ones that they've won or started with. Yeah, it's it's so weird. Yeah, it was just it was just weird to me that I was like, okay, you know, so whatever. Little bit on subject, but off subject is I wasn't a huge fan of this daily. Like it was, it was boring. Like yeah. I, I, cool for them. I know it was probably cool badass for, for them to ride in this helicopter, hanging out the side, jumping into the water, swimming, putting together a puzzle. Probably badass. Oh yeah, absolutely. As a viewer, I was just like, all right, I get to watch five guys fall into the water. I get to watch four girls fall into a water, and then they That's swim. Why they need explosions, Rick. I'm well, gonna it's you right back in. It's like that that challenge from I think it was Spies, Lies, and Allies where they were like laying on top of the car and like spinning in circles and like trying to read the puzzle on the side of the yeah. like semi trucks or whatever. It was like that was probably really fucking cool for them, but as a viewer, it really fucking sucked. It was really yeah. fucking stupid. I would have rather watched them have a cookie eating competition <laughs> to see which one puked first because yeah. it would have been as exciting as watching them jump out of a helicopter <laughs> five fucking times. Oh my God. But with that being said, I know they're, they can't repeat dailies and there's yeah. certain dailies that just are really good that they've already beat the shit out of done over and over again. But I just... Yeah, it was weird. Like the way they had the puzzle set up, like nobody's going to I I don't think they accounted for that many people not solving it correctly. You know what I mean? I think is what's really interesting about it. But yeah, anyways, I'm sorry. No, you're good. I do want to say really quick, though, before we move on to the next event is like the whoever and, and I know we were told his name and I don't fucking know. And we say this every time. I don't remember. But whoever is doing the music for all stars three is freaking killing it. Like this whole mm-hmm. episode was such good music. Like they brought yeah. Ludacris on next and they played um, stand up by Ludacris as freaking Derek and Kayla went up to do their, you know, their jump or whatever. And it's just like, they are absolutely killing it with the music this, this season. And I am fucking here for it. And also they better, I know that for a while somebody was make or not somebody MTV um, was making, season playlists on Spotify on their Spotify right. channel. I'm wondering if they're doing, if they have one for all stars three yet. Um, and if they do uh, actually, let's see really quick. If they do, I'm going to link it uh, down below for anybody listening. I'm right now. Freaking. Yes, man. I am so season one and season two both have an official one. Yeah, but I, that's what I was saying. Maybe they're waiting till season the season doesn't yet. Well, what I'm going to do then for everybody is I'm actually just going to link the MTV um, official Spotify because they have um, soundtrack playlists for like every freaking season and like different shows. Floribama, Double Shot, Teen Mom, Cribs, like they have behind the music, MTV soundtrack. Like, there's so much here. So I'm going to go ahead and link that down in the description if you guys are on Spotify. But yeah, go follow the MTV soundtrack. Somebody also made one. Like, somebody, somebody made just a like Challenge a, All-Star Season 3 playlist, probably just as the episodes come out. Right, right. Well, then I'll go ahead and I'll link that, too. Um, so, yeah, have some playlists linked down below for you guys. Quick, quick fun fact that I learned today. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I learned yesterday. 
So uh, over the hill, fake news. Yeah, um, over the hill. That song by I, I can't think of her name, Kate. Um, it's it's the song that's really big because of Stranger Things right now. It's like a thirty five year old song. Bush. Mm. Yeah, Kate Bush. Um, so I didn't realize this, but someone pointed out that that was actually the song that was used when Casey got her injury in season thirty six with Fessy in the oh, final. Yeah. That's the song that they were playing. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Challenge did it first. There you go. Interesting. So, well, FF, fun fact. Hashtag FF. If you don't believe it, go Google that shit. Anyway. Okay, so I have a question I am very confused about. Was the distance from the jump spot to each puzzle station different? Because it seemed like it really seemed like either the girls are incredibly much slower swimmers than the guys or they were just like way far away because there was a moment like when Kayla and Derek were going Kayla jumped be like unclipped and jumped before Derek but Derek like smoked her to that podium and then there was like the thing with John A too where John A was like fucking like miles away from her, her damn podium and I don't understand how that worked but then Naya and Brad go up and they like stop at one spot and Naya's like, no, no, I don't want to do it. whatever, whatever, which we'll get into. But and then they move up a little bit more for Brad. So I'm like, I don't understand the I don't understand any part of the plan for the helicopter and where it drops you. I think you're supposed to lean out over the pattern. And then when you feel that you have it, then you unclip and go. But if you're taking too long, then you may end up at the other person's spot. Right. I got gotcha. you. Um, like they're. Could have it could be one or two things. John A could have like unclipped and just sort of veered off course or right. she could have taken too long. Like there could be a time limit that we weren't privy to where yeah. like you have X amount of time. Yeah. And then when it started to move, she could have jumped, but it could have meant that she was further away. Yeah, no, that's that's true. I guess it just it just blew my mind, like just how different it seemed to be like, you know, like either these girls are all really slow and a lot slower than their male like i don't want to say partners but whoever they went up with counterparts or you know the distances aren't the same or like whatever but i mean that that makes sense i actually uh i thought that they were both leaning out at the same time like i thought that there was a pontoon on either side they're both leaning out at the same time but yeah. that it was like moving slowly like that the helicopter is moving slowly um sort of like in was it spies or no it would have been Double agents double with agents? with CT, CT and Big, Big T. T. Yeah. Yeah. Where the helicopter went. Yeah. Yeah. No, I yeah, I definitely that definitely makes sense. So this whole thing with Kayla, like I just I'm like, first of all, I'm so fucking over it. But I did find this to be extremely ironic and it made gave me a nice little chuckle. But before she's like when she does her pre um interview before going up in the helicopter, she's like you know, she's all giddy and smiley and she's like, oh, I'm going to do really good. And I just want to do better than Kellyanne and blah, 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 blah. Like she's so obsessed with <laughs> Kellyanne and I don't fucking get it. But anyway, I think it's her only perceived competition. And maybe that's it. But it's just like, dude, like, let it go. Exactly. <laughs> um. Anyway. So, yeah. So she's like, I just want to do better than Kellyanne, blah, 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 blah. Uh. You know, and obviously Kellyanne has already gone at this point, but. 
freaking Kayla gets up there and or, you know, gets down into the water and finally, eventually makes it to her podium and puts her puzzle together. And she instantly knows she's wrong and she's forgotten like the whole bottom row. And she's standing there and like the look of just like panic on her face. Like I I almost felt bad for her for a second. (laughs) And then it cuts over to Kellyanne and she's like, she looks pretty sad without Veronica. But honestly, I want her to feel the burn a little bit like everybody else has been. And then she chuckles at the end. And I'm like, that's what you get. Like, it's karma, you know, at this point. Like, yeah, I mean, here's I like Kellyanne because at the end of the day, she's kind of getting the last laugh. And that's what you kind of want for the person that's gotten or, you know, the girl who's caught the fucking the blunt end of the stick from the treehouse the whole time. Yeah. And the fact that it's Naya, John A, Kellyanne, and then Kayla. And all of a sudden, Kayla, like we said earlier, with her, like, oh, I need to reevaluate my game. It's like, it's too late to reevaluate your game. You've made your bed. Now you have to sleep in it. Yep. And the fact that it all comes down to a puzzle and is, which is not her strong suit by any means. It's, it's funny. I love it. <laughs> Just putting that out there. Fuck Kayla. She's an idiot. Facts. Absolute facts. I do want to say, though, like, I know that they're not partners, like teams or whatever. But like, I saw Wes and John A go up in that helicopter together. And I was like, hmm, this would actually be really interesting for like, you know, like a themed season of like partners or something like that. Like John A and Wes working together. I wrote my ideal winners next to that pairing when I was writing down the notes. John A and Wes, I know. I I freaking want her to win so damn bad. So damn bad. I am, I just, I want her to win so damn bad. Like, how cool would that be for her to have been underestimated the way she was coming into season one? You know, she says that her and Kellyanne tied for the third place or first place female. So whatever, I'll just say that. Tied with Kellyanne for, for, you know, first place female. On All-Stars 1. That's still first place. Mm-hmm. And then turned around, won All-Stars 2. And then if she turns around and wins All-Stars 3 again, like. Yep. CT in it. Yep. So I, I really, I loved them together. I think that that would be a badass team if they ever, like, you know, did like a, like a season like they did All-Stars 2 last, you know, last year where they were partnered up male-female. Uh, yeah. Or not last year, but last season. I'm going to one up <clears throat> that. I would rather see John A and Jordan paired. I mean, I would be I would be down for that, too. Um, and they're good friends, mm-hmm. like, you know, and they have a history and stuff together. So that would be interesting. I would also like to point out that at, at this point, if John A wins season three, then we're going to have to say that CT is John a it. <laughs> right. Touche. <laughs> to go Touché. three, three in a row. <laughs> yeah, I mean. That's a different discussion. I don't want to get into that. So yeah, no. anyways, let's keep going there, on with the date. There Look, is a, a, a fantastic West quote. Please. Oh, oh, I get the honors. I don't remember it. Like I said, I didn't take notes. I'm letting you guys host. I want to hear it. So Wes pops up with a confessional and he says, I love this game and I want to get first place. It comes with a bunch of money. I'm aware. I don't have any need for that money whatsoever. I want the trophy. And I was like, damn. So you're going to donate that, Wes? No. <laughs> Challenge it, fandom podcast at gmail.com. It totally, t- like, 
Okay, and no shade whatsoever. I must say that because the West stands are out like hardcore these last mm-hmm. like, you know, few weeks. So no shade whatsoever. Let me say it again. No shade whatsoever. It's just a joke. But this whole freaking moment just took me right back to um, the ruins when Wes was like trying to convince his team that he was, um, you know, trying to win the game so that he could donate the money and like trying to get them to like keep him and not like nominate him and send him into elimination because he was like, but I'm playing for charity and like all this stuff. And like, no, nobody believed his ass. Like, <laughs> nobody's playing for fucking charity in this. <laughs> I'm like, shut up, Wes. Okay, look, dude, you can have a lot of money and like, still want my like i don't get that i don't see west being like i don't care about that money you're literally a freaking money guy like you're an entrepreneur with how many different businesses now like you know you want the money too okay it's fine yeah. <laughs> the trophy's more important no lie the title. if just in case west is listening to this i'm gonna make karina link my cash app down at the bottom <laughs> If you listeners want to want to add to the the funds that hopefully Wes might donate, feel free. I'm kidding. You don't have to. Don't feel obliged. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, so Wes and John A. go, um, you know, they they do their puzzles. And I, I found it kind of funny that at the end there, they're like, you know, they're like yelling at each other like, hey, how'd you do? Like, blah, blah, blah. And what's your name <laughs> Tony what's your name Ezekiel <laughs> sorry guys fuck you Ezekiel <laughs> fuck you Tony <laughs> anyway <laughs> so Wes like screams out to her and he's like how many do you think you got and Johnny's like the whole thing and he's like wow really and she's like yeah like yeah duh, of course Johnny you know? does not fuck around with puzzles she don't fuck around with the puzzles no. dude like why are you even who, do, who are you talking to Wes so it, I'm going to kind of jump in here because, like I said, this was a boring daily to watch. Yeah. Um, I think the one exciting part that happened, though, was when Brad and Naya were up, though. Yeah. Yep. I, I, but so okay. <laughs> I know. I, <laughs> what was that? Sorry. Sorry, guys. I thought you were potentially going somewhere with that. <laughs> no, I was just opening it up for the discussion. So we're not sitting here talking about John A. swimming again. Oh, no, I was doing that because like you'll do this and you'll like be talking for like half your sentence. And then the end of your sentence, you turn and look at me and it fucks with the volume of the audio. And somebody actually mentioned it to me in a comment the other or a message the other day. And I, <laughs> I choked with them. I was like, I was like, Rick just can't stop turning and looking at me. And then you just it's did true. it. You turned and looked it's at true. Me. <laughs> look, I'm going to be honest. We <laughs> do not have the Joe Rogan fucking setup where we're sitting across from each other, where we're looking at one another. Oh Our God. guests don't fly into Reno, Nevada. No. <laughs> Tony's sitting in his basement. We're sitting in our family room with our dining room table that I moved in here like 20 minutes before the podcast set up with our mics attached to microwave tables or like, you know, like TV dinner trays. Oh my God. So I have to turn and look at my wife occasionally when I'm just trying to say something. So FYI, this is, you know, gorilla podcasting. If you don't believe us, check out the logo. That's why the gorillas. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So yes, Brad and Naya. Yeah. She was, she was fucking terrified before the helicopter even took off. Like it was literally like landed on the beach and they're just like sitting there getting all hooked up and stuff. And she's like freaking the fuck out. And she starts telling production, like, she's like, I can't, 
And it was it was honestly so cute. Like Brad just turns and he like looks at her and he's like, what? You know, and then he gets out. He he got out of that fucking helicopter on a, with a purpose. He didn't just he get did. out. He was like, nope, I'm going to go talk to her right we're, now. We're talking Y'all. face to face. And like it was all GoPro. Yeah. yeah, it was all just right here. And <laughs> I hate those shots, but it was actually a good moment for that shot, in yeah, my opinion. But I, I want to say really quick, I think my favorite part about this whole encounter is right when Brad gets around the side of the helicopter and he starts approaching Naya. And I know none of you can hear, can see what I'm doing right now. Um, But if you watch the episode, you know, but he like walks up to her and he like puts his hands up and he's like, you know, like when you're trying to like calm like a beast or like a horse or something like that. He's like, it's okay. It's okay. It's we're going to be okay. <laughs> and I you was know. just like, good approach, Brad. Good approach. That's what happens when you're married to Tori. Oh shit! Oh God! He, he do. It's okay, Tori. It's okay. <laughs> We're going to win cutthroat. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, look. It, it, that's a horrible thing for me to say, and I apologize. But I think this just signifies, like, honestly, that Brad might be like the best guy that's ever been on the challenge long term. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, dude's never had a fucking scandal. I don't remember anyone ever saying, you know what, Brad was a fucking dick to this girl or you know he said racist comments or he you know said something like really outside of bounds he stood up against one of his closest friends to stand up for Anissa when Robin was saying like some pretty fucked up shit to Mm -hmm. Anissa about you know so and that's why like look Brad's not my favorite but I still root for him you know just putting that out there but yeah so he ends up getting her talked into you know getting on the helicopter going up for the ride let's give it a try let's at least try yeah because he basically says like i just want to point out that every single person that has gone before us has jumped out and is totally fine that's right because she was like i just don't want to face plant and that's what she was saying she was scared of and yeah you're right so he was like you know everybody else has been fine in honor of katie's birthday I know. Happy birthday, Katie. We are we are recording this on June 25th and it is Katie Katie's birthday. So happy birthday, Katie. We love you. We wish you were on three. I adore her. I don't care what anybody says. Katie's fantastic. I she's amazing. Every season, like going back and watching old seasons because I'm still like filling in gaps of seasons I've seen. Anytime that she shows up, I am pumped. And I was stoked that she was on the all star seasons that she was. Yeah, same. I I freaking adore her. I love when she's on the show. She's just she's she's such a vibe. She's so fiery. And honestly, like, I just still cannot figure out how this woman hasn't aged a day since she was like 26 years old. I I don't get it. And, you know, I'll marvel at it. She's gorgeous. Um, So anyway, so yeah, so Brad and Naya take off, you know, they get in the helicopter, they they take off. And as soon as they kind of get to the, the, you know, the drop zone area, Naya is just completely beside herself by now. And, you know, and she tells production, she's like, I can't do it. I don't want to do it. I'm not doing it. And he asks her a bunch of times, like, are you sure? 100%, you know, whatever. And she's like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not doing it. So, you know, they call it in and let him know that she's not doing it. And they, you know, go ahead and move Brad over or whatever and let him dr- do his thing. And he drops in. Naya's bawling her eyes out. I can tell that it it almost, se- I, okay, I don't want to say that I can tell because I don't like truly really know Naya, but it just felt like she went with her gut instinct in the moment and then was embarrassed that, you know, she had quit. 
there's that whole thing of having to go face TJ and all the other competitors on the beach yep. and you being the only one to not have jumped. And honestly, like watching Naya cry, like <laughs> legit, like brought tears to my eyes. Like I felt so bad for her because you could see like this wasn't just a, you know, a Beth moment where she's like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Like you could legitimately see the fear in yeah. in Naya's eyes and in her whole body, her body language and everything. Like I felt for her so much in this moment and it was it was a hard moment to watch. But, um, you know, so she DQs and, and uh, no one gave her shit for it either. And I mean, like, I know I love really it. if you look at it, she did the challenge that was on the side of that building. That was like, what, 150 feet or like 250 feet or whatever the hell it was where you yeah. just like free fall drop. She yeah. did that. No, like yep. she didn't want to do it, but she did it. And that was yeah. a challenge where two people didn't. Right. Exactly. And then so she has already like accomplished that. Exactly. And and here's my thing. And I, I actually commented this on her page earlier because she had put up a post um, earlier today where yeah. she was addressing the moment and talking about, you know, why she was so scared and how disappointed she was that she didn't go through with it and that next time she wants to jump. And, um, you know, I'm just going to kind of paraphrase here, but I pretty much told her, I was like, look, at the end of the day, all any of us could have asked from you is that you tried. And in my opinion, you did try. You could have told Brad and TJ and production to go fuck themselves and you could have gotten off that helicopter while it was still on the beach and you could have gone and sat down with the rest of the of the cast and and waved bye to Brad, you know, but yep. you didn't. You you buckled in. You went up in the air. You sat up there for a little bit and you made your you know, you made your decision that you were too scared to do it. And that's understandable in my in totally. my opinion, like you didn't quit you didn't give up you tried your best to do it and you just couldn't complete the task and you know that's all like fans can really truly ask of you in my opinion so um you know i, I hope that naya isn't too hard on herself about that moment because i don't necessarily look at that moment as like her quitting you know no and like that's all that like that's all that anybody asks of anyone is that you try and there is not a single person who can say that naya did not try Exactly. Well, and that was my thing is even like the very next scene is Wes giving a confessional and he's like addressing Naya and he was actually very heartfelt and sincere in this. And he's like talking yeah. to her, you know, he's like, you have to convince yourself that you can do it and then you have to do it and then you just have to move on. And, and you know, it was just such a sweet moment because you don't get it's it was like when when Wes was helping Kellyanne with the answers on that puzzle thing when he was like yeah. or not the answers but he was kind of telling her the scheme to the puzzle and you know it kind of reminded me of that moment but you don't see those moments with Wes very often especially with the other females on the show you know it's very like rare in my opinion that you see him have a good relationship with another female on the show but this was one where it was like I felt like it was a very sincere message from him and I loved that and it's, I mean, it probably helps that I like I'm like in love with Naya and everything that she does right now. But yeah, so I thought that was really freaking sweet. And then I also just want to say really quick before we move on on to the uh, winners is number one, somebody somewhere needs to somehow convince me that the Brad that we are seeing today, like now in All Stars 3 
is the same Brad that we used to see way back in the day on the show. Like I'm, I'm convinced they're two completely separate people. Like maybe Brad had like a twin brother or something that we didn't know about. And that's like this new one, like undercover as Brad. I don't, but they are literally like two completely different fucking people. I swear to God, like gameplay, physical strategy, political, like everything about Brad it, except for like how nice and supportive he is, is so fucking different. I'm like, this has got to be like a completely different fucking person. Like it's, he did refer to himself as Captain Beardo. Yeah, <laughs> it's pre and post back of the head tattoo. Brad, is that what it was? Is that yeah. what gave him all the confidence and shit was getting that tattoo and shaving his head, that, his beard that or it was the intro video we sent him. Just saying. <laughs> it's probably the video. He, he, truth be told. <laughs> Yeah, let's be honest. We sent the video and then it retroactively changed. Changed all stars. Yeah, what was exactly. Already filmed. Yes. You're welcome, America. Power of our of our uh, our marketing. <laughs> anyway. Um, OK, so I have a question that I want to ask all of you. Mm-hmm. So Nehemiah comes on and does a confessional where he says that not winning and not being in the authority this season, what is all part of his master plan of. Laying low, yet showing just enough to where people know that he's a threat and they don't want to go against him, but not enough to where he's actually winning or anything. I want to know if anybody actually buys this as like factual. He's not playing as strong as he's played in the previous seasons. So in some like in some ways, yes, because he isn't playing as strong and he isn't going as hard as say, for example, he did last season, like last mm-hmm. season, he was full tilt the entire season. Right. And this season, he's hanging back a lot more. And he's sort of just like he knows that he's in a good position because he's with Wes and he's with Brad and Brad's with Mark and Derek. So yeah. he if he puts himself out there too far, he just becomes a target because we already know that he's like walking a very fine line with Derek. And if you're walking a fine line with Derek and Derek and Mark are tight, then you're already alienating yourself against like a good chunk of the guys because of the domino effect of all the people that they're aligned with. Right. Do I think that it's quite as masterful as he's laying it out? Not necessarily, but I do think there's some element that he's not really trying to win, but he's also not trying. He's trying not to come in last, but he's also not trying to win. Because I think if he's trying to win, he would have at least been in the authority once or twice when it was six. Exactly. And that's my thing is I'm like, look, I, I get like dimming down your game and stuff like that. But at the same time, like, are you not winning because you're dimming down your game or are you not winning because the competition is really that steep this season? Like, right. and that's something that he has to assess and be honest with himself about. And only he can really do that. But You know, for me, it was just kind of like one of those things like we hear this all the time from challengers when they haven't like when they've had a really good season and then they come back and they don't have that great of a season. It's always like, oh, yeah, that was my plan. You know what I mean? And I'm always just like, okay, (laughs) but that's just me. I'm just, you know, a bitch. (laughs) So going strictly by the numbers um, in four seasons of the flagship he had five daily wins and then in the three seasons that he's done, you know, we're almost at the end point of the third season. Mm -hmm. He's got four daily wins. 
So he's one averages two wins a daily or two daily wins a season. Mm-hmm. And he's got zero this season. And the competition's steep, but it's I, I I don't want to say it's any less steep than it was last season. Right. Yeah. I mean that's true too. Yeah, it's yeah. just a different but he's better well he's more well aligned in comparison to like the King's Palace. Right. And honestly, yep. I think he might have one daily win in All Stars one and one like two or three in All Stars two, because I remember he was up yeah. there quite a bit. Yeah. So yeah, I do think he's sandbagging. Mm. end of the day long long way to put it that way (laughs) yeah i don't know so it turns out that you know everybody gets back down on the beach with tj turns out that there were two guys who got the pattern correct and that was mark and Derek. mark ends up edging out Derek. you know on time he did it a little bit quicker than Derek, so he wins and becomes part of the authority for the girls now this was interesting because this hurts yeah, it hurts a lot, man. So there were two who got it, who got the pattern completely right. And that was John A and Kellyanne. However, and I guess Kellyanne had actually done it quicker than John A, but she had her puzzle turned and did not have the red line up at the top of the puzzle. So therefore, she was incorrect because her puzzle was sideways instead of being upright. Um, and therefore, so, every piece was wrong. Yeah, yeah, TJ so, really drove that fucking point home. Too. He he did right yep. in the beginning. He said, you yep. know, the red line has to be at the top. Like he specifically said that in the game instructions. So, you know, and that's what happens. Like it it sucks. But at the same time, like I'm also not mad about it because John A ends up winning this um, and ends up winning Veronica's extra star. So that just gives John A a little bit more, you know, I don't want to say I mean, yes, she has protection because she just won into the authority, but, you know, she's got the protection and then she's also got a little bit more power and we don't know what kind of power, but some kind of power because now she's got five fucking stars. And presumably she's in the final. Yeah, exactly. Because she's safe from whatever elimination is going to come, you know, tonight. And it like, how low are we going to go before we go to the final? You know, so. Uh, Yeah, I mean, look, she's. We all pretty much know that this is the final coming up in this next episode, unless they do another cliffhanger, you know, breaking into two episodes. Oh, my God. I would but be I, so upset. I doubt they do that because CBS Challenge starts, you know, after they don't, next week. They don't give a shit. I'm they're, starting to learn. They don't give a shit. But it's also on Paramount Plus, though. Yeah, it's on Paramount. Like, so they're not going to double book it. It's just not going to go that fair. way. Um, so in my opinion, yes, next episode is the final. Johnny's in the final because she won this daily. You know what I mean? She beat Kellyanne just based off the fact of the 90 Kellyanne's was 90 degrees off. Mm -hmm. Um, But she's just in such a strong position. Like you said, whatever that, you know, those stars are, if she has to get the infinity gauntlet or whatever (laughs) to fucking make it all happen. She's got all five. She's ready. She's just missing it. She just needs the glove now. You know, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't see anyone really staying in Johnny's way right now. She's in such a no. good position. Dude, she's so focused right now. Yeah. Oh my God. The only thing that could screw her over is if there's like a random purge that yeah. it's an elimination. That's not to her strength, her benefit, or it's something like, 
you know, they have like some kind of competition and whoever comes in first gets to purge out whoever they want. And she yeah. doesn't come in first because any of those other three girls oh, yeah. would be fucking stupid to not purge John A out at that point. But, um, you know, it, it and same goes for Mark. You know, it looks like he's guaranteed into the final now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that. I think that Mark's got a lot tougher road than John A does because I look at the other yeah. girls as kind of a bit of a layup that are left, depending on who gets eliminated. We'll go into that, obviously. Um, but no matter who gets eliminated on this side, the the guy's side's still pretty stacked, even with Jordan getting eliminated last week, because you're going to have either Wes, Nehemiah, yeah. um, Brad, Derek, or Derek Ma- to go yeah, against. Mark, and, yeah, like, oh, to go against, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it's a, it's so a stacked stack. field regardless. And like you guys all said previously, the alliances run so deep, so it's going to make the yeah. nomination ceremony or the nomination discussion really interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, it should, but in reality, it makes it even more basic and straightforward <laughs> yeah. it does end up being basic bitches shit yeah and i i mean since we're talking about it, might as well get into it i mean well we do have to take an ad break first so oh you know what that is a great point so before i get any further in just talking shit and tony corrects me um let's take this quick ad break for spotify anchor anchor Correct. spotify <laughs> spotify no. anchor spotify no anchor FM. anchor spotify are they connected anchor fm they yeah. are connected. Yeah. They are connected. absolutely connected. Yeah. They're yeah. they're a okay. symbiote relationship. Well, just so everybody knows it's anchor.fm. It's not Spotify Anchor or Anchor Spotify. Well, it's just anchor.fm. Spotify Spotify is like the boat. And then there's an anchor. Yeah. And yeah. then the anchor anchor keeps it in place. Yeah. Keeps it keeps it from <laughs> going astray. Yeah. It, but it when if we're comparing like an analogy of Spotify's boat anchor FM would be like the CB radio, right? Like the FM. This is the weirdest ad announcement we've ever had. Yeah. The FM radio. Oh, I see what you did there. I like that. Yeah. That's nice guys. I wait like 15 more seconds. You'll get to hear me and Tony talk about this some more. FM actually stands for full motor, full motor. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's why it's an anchor, but it's also full motor. So it evens out. Is AM AM American motor? (laughs) Yeah. uh, No, it's average motor. So it's average. Yeah. It's not full motor because average, you're going to stop at a certain point. Whereas full motor, you're just going to like rev it and go. Yeah. It's full send. You can't, can't do more full. That makes sense. Yeah. Because once you're full, there's no more to add. Right. Because you're full. (laughs) And if you got weighed down, then it would be like an anchor. Bingo. Boom. Full Full circle. circle. (laughs) Jinx. Get Alex back. Right meow. No wonder Karina walked away. Yeah. God. Not as bad as when me and Josh made her walk away because that's we were true. talking about Amanda, but that's she a different just, story. She just left so that she could laugh wholeheartedly at our genius and not show us that she was laughing wholeheartedly at our genius. She likes to play it like we are not good at this, but we know better. Yeah. And yeah. she might have just gone and got coffee, but who knows? It's a mystery. We're full podcast, not yeah. average podcast. And when I say mystery, I mean just like Sarah McLaughlin saying it. Building one. Yeah. Is it she's not yet syndicated or incorporated, 
So she's not like mystery ink. She doesn't she doesn't have a mystery machine. Oh, so like is that. it like an LLC Would you, or like maybe an S? I think so. But then I suppose Sarah McLaughlin is also known for like the the pet adoption videos. So it could tie in with yeah. like Scooby Doo. That's a good point. I think it should tie in with Scooby Doo. I mean, once again, full circle. It's probably why it's called mystery. You know what? <laughs> Solving problems. You know what else is yep. good? Unsolved mysteries. True. Although they never figure it out. No, they don't. It's just that's I, I think that's why the title of the show is Unsolved Mysteries. They should have a different show called Solved Mysteries where they like update the unsolved ones. Agreed. You know what? Let's take a quick uh, pee break for both of us before we go off the rails <laughs> completely. <laughs> Karina is going to go to edit this. She's like, the fuck are these two talking about? <laughs> She's going to keep this in there, I bet. Probably. Yeah, well, we deserve it. Yep. Be, All right, back. be right back. A few moments later. Coffee, coffee, coffee. <laughs> Howdy. What's up there? You have some great content while you were gone. I know. I heard. It. Yeah, I heard <laughs> that I'm going to have some <laughs> crazy shit to decide whether I'm going to keep or not. <laughs> yeah, just nonsense. <laughs> All right. Let's get through the rest of this. Are you ready? Yeah, a lot, a lot of it can basically be summed up by... All of the women want to go in so that they can pick who they go in against. Mm-hmm. And Naya and John A were talking about her wanting to go in because she didn't compete. And therefore, she feels like she has to win her way into the final. Kellyanne basically wants to go in because Naya said she wanted to go in. <laughs> and then she doesn't want Naya to. To have the opportunity to pick her, she would rather have the opportunity to pick Naya or Kayla, depending. And then Kayla wants to go in because she feels that she can take out either one of the people who are left. But she also also wants the opportunity to pick who she goes in against. And John is just like, I don't even know what to do now. I have the opposite <laughs> problem that you're supposed to have in this position. Right. Where I instead know. of nobody wants to go in, everybody wants to go in. And then she <laughs> has to try to pick who out of the willing participants goes into the elimination in. first. Let's be honest. Kelly, Kellyanne and Kayla just don't want to go against Naya. They really, they really yeah. don't. They both want the opportunity to call the other one out. And here's the other, uh, I guess... I answer my own question. I was going to say, here's the other thing. Why don't they do it? Why don't they switch it so that with this authority, you pick the person to save and the other two people go in, but it yeah. doesn't work because the women are down one person. Right. Because if, if the guys were also down a person, it would be a way more interesting thing. If the authority picked a person to save. Yeah, it would be. It, yeah. It'd be a lot better, honestly. Ooh, that um, would be interesting. And, and I know with the guys, um, Mark kind of ran into a similar problem. Obviously not all the guys want to go in. Um, like yeah. Brad didn't want to go in. Nehemiah basically didn't Wes wanted, wanted to go in. <laughs> yeah. Wes wanted to go in and Derek wanted the opportunity to pick and not get, yeah. He would pick who he went against and not get chosen to go against because he has the most stars. Right. And yeah, because he was going in against whoever. Like, he was yeah. getting picked. Yeah, he knew. Yeah, and, because because Mark's not going to send in Brad. 
Yeah. And Wes and no. me and Maya are not going to call out Brad. They're going to call out Derek. Or each yeah. other. Yeah. They're not yeah. going to call each other out either. And and that was the whole conversation. I know that Wes and me and Maya were having at that point. And, you know, I, I did like that. Wes said, uh, I think some point during this conversation where he's like, if I get to that final, I have the most stars. I'm just going to be throwing bombs at you guys. He said <laughs> banana <laughs> peels. Banana peels. Yeah, I played Mario yeah. Kart. I've played Mario Kart my whole life. Uh, what is it? I played Mario Kart my whole life. I know how to put those fucking banana peels behind me. <laughs> yeah, dude. He straight tells him he's like, I will fuck you guys up. Like, I was like, yeah. damn, Wes. Like, and these are like two of his best friends, but Wes is totally in game mode right now. Oh, yeah. And yeah. so throughout that conversation, obviously, Brad shows up at a certain point, and that's where he says that. But I know, like, before the nominations happen, before Mark and Johnny go in and discuss it, uh, Wes finally has his his call that he can make. Yeah, he's trying to decide if it's worth volunteering to go in just to get Derek stars or whatever. I was, I have a question before we get there. Yeah. Uh, did, did anybody else notice that Brad was bartending Derek and Mark's meeting? No, I didn't. Oh, I didn't notice that. <laughs> like Derek and Mark are having the conversation like at the bar in the house. Oh, oh yeah. I did Brad's notice. Right. I did Brad's see that. Just like standing behind the bar with his hands on his hips. Just I like did notice that. All in. <laughs> so he's a part of both both groups yeah. too. Just sitting in the middle, like yeah, whatever you guys want to do. Nobody has a yeah. problem with it. That, that's my favorite thing about Brad. Nobody has a problem that Brad is sitting in the middle of these two alliances, and they're both alliances know it, and yep. they're both okay with it. And I'm just like, this is awesome. Like Brad is totally set up. I don't think either of these guys or either group of these guys want to go see Brad in an elimination. No, either. no, absolutely not. No, absolutely I mean. not. But no. what was I going to say? So anyways, getting back to Wes making his phone call, mm -hmm. um, you know, it, it didn't seem, you know, set up by production at all. But, oh, God. It's not know, at all. He decides that he wants to call bananas for advice, which it was entertaining, but at the same time, it was just so over the fucking top and so pre-planned that it was just like, oh, dun, 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 you know. Can I just say this was so fucking lame? Like, and I am highly, highly disappointed because when I saw the title of the show going bananas, I was like, oh, he's going to show up as a mercenary in an elimination or something like that. Right. No, no. He shows up on a fucking Zoom call with. Like, I, I just I just can't with this whole thing. It was so dumb. Why would you call bananas and not CT? But I don't get it. The guy you won a final with. Maybe he's closer with bananas. I, I know sure they're super is, close, but know, it's just but it's just still. weird. I don't know. I didn't like this part. It, yeah, it, I it, would. Go ahead. Tony. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I wasn't going to add anything of value. So I'm also probably not. But I was just going to say that. What baffles me is out of all of the video calls we have had across three seasons, the person on the other end of the call who actively does a podcast has the worst audio quality out of three seasons, including somebody who was probably just at home on their phone with possibly spotty Internet connection. I do yeah. not understand this at all. It baffled me to no end how his audio was so bad yeah on that call because it looked yeah. like he was at home like and nobody did no anything reason. 
Yeah, it was planned. Okay, I'm sorry. It was planned. What, production didn't tell you to get on the fucking mic? What? Like, production wasn't like, yeah, no, that's fine. You can just wear a thong on screen. Yeah, we'll, on. Sh- we'll show your bare naked ass. You know, it's cool. It's fine. But you know what we are going to do? We're going to blur out your fucking <laughs> your merchandise shirt that you're wearing. And yeah. Just, you know, and the wall you. behind you. Yeah, because fuck you. <laughs> but, you know, put some put a thong on and be funny. And I don't even think bananas really gave him solid advice other than just he didn't say shit. He just you, you know how to play this game. Don't get too exuberant, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. He was like, you're going to want to make the big move because that's what you do. So if you do, be sure that you know what you're doing. But also, if you do it and it works, then you'll have the most stars. Like, OK, so we yeah. have recapped what Wes just said. Yeah, thanks for the Albeit hot tip. You off. said it while wearing a crown and a thong, so that makes it more valid. Must. The only thing that would have made that better is if he would have done it wearing like seven championship rings, like you know, just on his hands. Like, <laughs> like I don't know. Picture? Let me let me think. I don't know what to do with all these rings. You know, that's the only <laughs> thing that would have made it better. But I agree, that would have been funny. Actually, <laughs> it was really a, just a time killer. That makes it even more annoying because it was a time killer that could have actually had. The fucking elimination. Yeah. In the episode. Let's get to that. The only thing that would have made that bananas thing better is if while he's having that conversation, when he said, I just have to get my crown, if he like left the room and then came in through like a side door into that room. Yes. Yeah. And that explains the audio quality. Yes. I, I, I agree a thousand fucking percent. Yeah, I still have a little bit of hope that bananas is going to somehow be more involved than just this fucking zoom call. But at the same time, I kind of know in the back of my head that that was it and that they were just fucking with us with those previews. And like because in the beginning of the season, there was that like, you know, the season preview or whatever. And there was that scene of of West standing there cursing bananas out in like a a post daily, you know, confessional or whatever. And he's like, you know what I have to say? Fuck you, bananas, or like some shit like that. And I'm like, okay, so y'all just been fucking with us all season. I see how it is. I see how it is. You might have to edit this out. I don't know if you want to keep this in there, but it's probably something in the finals where they have to eat like rotten bananas or some shit. <laughs> yeah, that's totally yeah, what it is. Right, that could possibly be yeah. it. So, um, Or just to mix it up, it'll be plantains. Ooh, <laughs> oh. a fried plantain. I could go for that right now. That would be bomb. Mm. Um. So anyway, so... Mark and John A end up meeting for nominations um, and they kind of do the thing where they, you know, save someone, take someone, you know, uh, protect someone or whatever. And, you know, so Mark lets her know, like, you know, Brad's off the table. Um, Wes wants to go in. Yeah. and, And Wes wants to go in. Derek wants to go in, you know, and, you know, John A lets him know that, you know, she would love to send Wes in and see him lose. And I think she even says something like that she would love to like shut him up or whatever, because he's been running around talking about how like amazing he is. And, you know, you know how Wes is, which, which surprised was hilarious. Me. It, it was, <laughs> yeah. but it surprised me because like it's known that John A and Wes are, are good friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. But at the same time, I, I, I get the talking shit part. But. Yeah. And, and that's like you have to kind of be that kind of person to be friends with somebody like Wes, in my opinion, like. You know what I mean? You have to be able to talk some shit and take some shit. And I don't think it's a personal thing. I think it's a game thing. And I think Wes understands that and John A. And not everybody are able to keep the two separate. 
But I think that this was one of those moments where it had nothing to do with their real life friendship or anything. It was just is she, you know, it's like it's like those friends you know, like they're competing. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Like Johnny and Wes are competing and she's like, dude, I'm going to get you out of this game. <laughs> you know, kind of a thing. And I don't know. I thought it was kind of cute and funny, but, um, you know, and so the, the funny thing is like, she says, Wes, so like he says the Brad's off the table. Nehemiah's off the table. So she sort of pushes for Wes and she says it's because he's got an ego. And then Mark was like, you could tell that Mark was like, Oh shit, she wants Wes. (laughs) I need to get Derek in there. He's like, well, Derek has an ego too. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I don't, I don't know if they're on the same ego playing field. That's not no. the same. That's not even the same planet. <laughs> no. I mean, and, and I get why Mark's doing this. He wants to give his oh, guy totally. the, the, yeah. the opportunity to choose because he knows he's going in and trying to give him the best shot to make it to the final. And I think, you know, as much as they were discussing who they'd like to see of the opposite sex go in, they still kind of came in with that agreement of like, I'll take care of the women. You take care of the guys. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's in their best interest. Like I understand that they both win a spot in the authority and they get to pick, but really like the guys aren't going to really care who like, I'm sure that they have friends who are women that are in the house, but I mean like in the grand scheme of things, they're playing for themselves. Exactly. They concern themselves with the people who are going to be up against them. Mm -hmm. Presumably in the final, it could be pairs. So you kind of have to keep people of the opposite sex that you want to run a final with. Yeah. But you also have to look at your competition because historically we've had one guy's verse like, well, we had one that was just like a winner. That was it. Yeah. And then we had one that was a team. So presumably this season could be a guy and like it could be a guy and girl winner. Right. Exactly. If you're running through different formats. Yeah, I, I agree. And like you said, you know, the only time that the whoever's running in the game on the opposite sex against you or whatever, the only time that that matters is if you're partnered with them. But like we're down to the last four girls and like all th- yeah. all four of them have, you know, their own strengths that, you know, can be uh, utilized in a final. And so at this point, it's like if you're in Mark's position, it's just kind of like eeny, meeny, miny, mo, you know. So I definitely see why they would go in and say, you know, obviously they have to have the conversation for the cameras. But I think that, like you said, they both went in knowing that John A was pretty much going to get to pick the girls. Mark was going to, you know, get, yeah. get to pick the guys. Um, and so shock, this part actually shocked me a little bit. John A ends up choosing Kayla. And that actually kind of shocked me because she hasn't been working with Kayla at all throughout this whole season. She was at one point working with Kellyanne and them, just not like an official alliance, but she was like, you know, partner part of them because she wasn't with the treehouse, you know, and so just kind of by default. And Naya was the very first person who approached her and asked her to please send me in. So like, in my opinion, if all three girls are asking me to send them in, I'm going to go with the first one, like snooze, you lose kind of a thing. But like she sent Kayla and it's just, I don't know. Maybe she was trying to save Naya. I don't know, but I think she was trying to save Naya because knowing Kayla nor Kellyanne would call her out. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, she could have taken the easy route, the route with the least amount of blood, which is to put Naya in because Naya didn't do the daily. And she asked so to she, go yeah. and she asked to go in. So she like went out of her way to make sure that Naya wasn't going in. 
because she knew that if Kayla or Kellyanne went down there, that they were picking one or the other, you know, they're going to pick each yeah. other. Yeah. And that's my opinion on it. I mean, I think, um, I think the house was, I think, well, maybe not the house. I think Wes was really surprised that Mark decided to put down Derek. I think so too. Which is weird. Cause it's like, honestly, like strategy one Oh one. If you're, best alliance and arguably best friend in the house is going to get picked by whoever you put in, then just put him in and let him pick. And like, that's what makes sense. But even John a said, like when she chose Kayla, she said it's because she's won dailies and she's been in the authority with John a, and she felt that she deserved the chance to get another star. Like, and I, I understand that that's also her trying to keep Naya out of it. Because yeah. as we've said, like they're going to pick each other and they're not going to go for Naya. Yeah. But I do also understand from a wanting to play against the best sort of mentality that Kayla has been in a lot of the same authorities that Jean A has. And she's one dailies. She's one dailies. Jean A's one dailies. So like they're on a fairly level playing field. Yeah. So give her the chance to get a star or alternately give her the chance to send herself home. Yeah. No, I mean, it it makes sense, I guess. It's just I don't know. It's just weird. But I I do. I am happy that it ended up being Kayla, you know, because I know that Kayla's not going to call Naya out no matter what's down there. Like it would just be really silly of her to do that. So. I'm pretty sure we just head right off to the elimination yep. after mm-hmm. the nominations, right? There's there's literally like not much filler or anything towards the end of this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, we get not that there wasn't plenty in the beginning of the episode, but well, I think it's just getting to that point. It's like I hate to use the reference of Big Brother, but when you get down to like that final four, final five, where it's just there's nothing going on in the house because there's so a limited amount. Everybody knows what the cards are on the table. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Like, you know, so, so yeah. So uh, we head off to the elimination. We walk in the rain into the, uh, the arena. And first Thunderdome. thing you see er, <laughs> the Thunderdome. First thing you see Hell's is a, kitchen. Sorry. Are you done? The octagon. <laughs> I'm done now. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah. We're, okay. Yeah, I'm done. Okay. All right. Um, so we walk into the elimination and the first thing you see is this huge ass and I mean huge ass ring rope ring with a fucking pole in the middle. And like this is it was big like they normally do the smaller circles, you know, whatever when they do that. But this was like the whole size of the freaking like elimination arena thing. I don't even know what the hell they call it this season, but. It's fucking pole wrestle. And yeah. I was so excited. This was honestly probably the most exciting, maybe the only truly exciting portion of the entire um, episode, in my opinion, was seeing that pole in the middle of the sand. Well, it, it, because, well, I mean, for me, as soon as I saw it, my mind went to, oh, shit, we get a rematch of the duel. We Derek get to see and Wes, Wes and Derek in arguably oh. the pole wrestle that changed what the challenge was and gave it its current course yeah and got us to the point we are now yeah as far as how eliminations went and so i'm automatically hyped just seeing that like i give a shit what the girls are going to do at this point because it's not about that it's about this scenario yeah 
Absolutely. Well, and Derek was talking all kinds of shit about wanting to call Wes in and saying that he was going to, you know, he wanted to call Wes down. He wanted this rematch, blah, 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 blah. And then he turns around and he ends up saying that he's going to go the quote unquote easier route. It's going to make it easier on himself. Easier on himself. Yeah. He's got to think about his family. And uh, he calls down Nehemiah. Pussy. To the pole wrestling. I love you, Derek, but that was a pussy move. You should have chose Wes. <laughs> you owed it to the fans. I bet production was sitting there yelling like, no, what know, the man. fuck are you doing? I don't know, man. The, the, I'm, uh, You know what? DK, I got your back, dude, because the fans don't pay your fucking bills. OK, and you are right there at the final. I would give myself the what I felt was the best opportunity. And that's not to call Nehemiah layup. I got yelled at on our IG the other day in the comments because someone thought I was calling Nehemiah a layup. And then he actually tagged Nehemiah. And then Nehemiah was like harding all his comments and not paying attention to any of mine. And I'm just like, bro, that is not what I said. Like, stop. I'm not calling Nehemiah a layup, guys. I'm just saying that Derek felt more comfortable going against nehemiah that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work out for him but you know that's I, that's what it is i mean i get to say it yeah i mean i get it here's true the, yeah here's the deal is he walked in and he saw what the elimination was and the history of it got into his head right yep he walked in there and all he thought about was the duel and what happened in the duel with him and wes yeah and I think he got scared. Yeah. And he knows. And look, Derek's not a dummy. He knows Wes's reputation when it comes to eliminations. Mm-hmm. And he knows Nehemiah's. I don't think he took necessarily the easier route. He just took a route he felt had the least amount of resistance. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. At the end of the day. I agree. Wes is Wes is bigger than he was then. And he's still just as agile. Right. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. And this one, you don't have to stay on your knees to do. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, like, Nehemiah is no joke either. But no, my my biggest thing is like, I get it. If you, you want to do what gets you to the final and that's fine. Like, it doesn't necessarily make for the most interesting TV because <laughs> the most interesting TV is Derek going after Wes. That's not to say that Derek going after Nehemiah, considering they've been going back and forth all of all stars since its inception right. is going to be disinteresting or uninteresting. Just it doesn't have the same weight as a rivalry that goes back as far as Wes and Derek's does. My big thing is like, think that in your head, say it in the confessional that you're taking the easier route. Don't say that to the entire cast of people that are left that you're going to choose the easier route, including then, the person and then tell Nehemiah that you're going after him as the easier option, because yeah. all it's going to do is light a fire under his ass. That's exactly it. I was going to say, him? why would you want to fucking fire someone up right before you're about to take them out? Why would you want to piss them off right before you're trying to take them out of a game? My obligatory football analogy is why would you want to give them bulletin board material or to bring it full circle? He just gave Nehemiah his why. Yep, exactly. Exactly. And people don't know. They think Nehemiah is namaste all the time. They forget he's from Baltimore. (laughs) 
Anyway. Um, it's not all Maryland. <laughs> no, it's not. And I bet Shook Ones was playing in Nehemiah's head the whole goddamn time. <laughs> so, and then TJ turns, you know, obviously turns to Kayla and asks her who she uh, wants to call down. And she obviously chooses Kellyanne because she would have to be clinically insane to, at her size, call Naya down for a pole wrestle. And I think Naya straight, I think she, she said in her confessional, she's like, dude, I would wreck her. Like I would fucking oh, dog walk this girl. Like she would too. <laughs> she would have. That was a perfect use of She would have destroyed Kayla in that elimination. Like, oh my god! I kind of like part of me was like, do it, fucking do it. I dare you. But like, I also knew that she's not as much as I don't like Kayla. She's not stupid. So like. <laughs> She's not going to do that. Would we then have to call Naya the lumberjack because she took down the treehouse? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Showbiz, that baby. so good. Canadian content. <laughs> if you guys uh, sign up for our Patreon, you can listen to Tony retell the story about the great maple syrup ice. <laughs> Check the cash app down below. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. We price. don't. A free because we don't have a fucking Patreon. And we already talked about it two episodes ago. Yeah. So just go back. Anyways. Sorry anyway. So uh, the elimination this week is called Light My Fire. And it is a pole wrestle. Um, you got to wrestle the pole away. But on either end of the pole are like. Um, Smaller circles. Like little like almost wicks or whatever. You have to light them on fire once you take the pole away from your opponent. So. Getting the pole out of your opponent's hands is not the end of the game. And I actually like this little twist. I'm excited to see how it uh, pans out. But boys are up first. And like the whole time they're getting set up, Wes is screaming at Nehemiah. And he's like, fuck him up. I want you to kill him. And like, he's like, break his leg. Like he's going fucking in it was crazy i loved it he's hyping up his boy i love it i love it and i know people get mad about this kind of shit they're like why is he telling him to hurt you know it's it's not like that i don't actually think Derek's up there like you sure you know that wes is up there like you should kill Derek. like that's not he's talking about like in the game like it was no different than what Derek was doing when Mark was in there. Yeah, exactly. So, you like, know, calm it, your titties. It's just, it's, the okay. way, it's just the way guys get each other hyped up. And <laughs> look, so, oh, yeah. Wasn't there an elimination at one point where somebody yelled, break his arm? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think it was. Yeah. I think it was. Wes yelled at fucking. Uh, somebody to put their knee in Devon's throat. Yeah. On, I to mean, D. Yeah. He was like, put your knee on her throat. Put your knee on her throat. It was Devon, either that or Jenna. Right. I forget. Yeah. And, and Devon got up and was like, OK, all right. This is how we're going to play. And then she ended up winning that elimination. Well, fucking yeah, she did, yeah. I and love her. I miss her. So, you know, Nehemiah is getting hyped up and starts heading down there. And, uh, you know, we get the little confessional from both of them talking about how hype they are and how they, the other one doesn't know what they're in for. Uh, Nehemiah reminds <laughs> us of once again, he's from Baltimore. <laughs> um, and Derek, you know, talks about how he's, you know, kind of done the pole wrestle a couple times. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, so they're starting to get set up. And, you know what, guys, this is going to be to be continued until uh, next week's episode from us. So <laughs> we want to thank you so much for tuning in. No, I'm joking. <laughs> 
I mean, that's pretty much it's what been, they did to us. It's been another great night. Yeah. <laughs> and that's our show. Thank you. Yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> yeah. so they get lined up. They both grab the pole, get set up and they uh, go for what they show us. Maybe like 30 20 seconds, seconds, 20, 30, 30 seconds. seconds. Yeah, yeah. You see, you see me and Maya throw Derek down and start moving him, And then Wes starts screaming. Yes, do that. Do that. Yeah, and drag then, him to your side. Drag him to your side. And then it's we get the to be continued. Yeah. Not even. We got next time on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It went straight next time on. Yeah. But yeah, you know, that's a, I, that's, they forgot that to be continued slide, but that's karma for me saying this shit last week. It is so. karma. Yeah, and Rick's I fucking, fault. I fucking blame Sorry. you fandom. It is Rick's fault that we got a to be continued because if you listen to our episode last week with Alex Brizard from the circle, Rick was like, why can't we get like an old fashioned, like to be continued, you know, I was just being nostalgic. That's well, all. You know what? Look, you know what? You fucked us all. Brad gets better after we make him that hype video. I talk about the fucking production of doing it to be continued. <laughs> and then look what happens. You don't want to know what I'm going to talk about next week. Could you talk about John A winning? I mean, in my personal opinion, I don't see anyone on there being there. <laughs> and that's just my personal opinion. I agree. Um, just like Same. getting into the final now, depending on who comes out of this. Um, like I give Derek a, a fighting chance, but I don't see anybody beating Wes. And that's my that's my hot take. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's going to be really tough for any of those guys there. Honestly, maybe Brad finally Ooh, actually, edges maybe. out Wes. And that's the only person that I think really outside of Derek has a fighter's chance is Brad because he did keep it close in the duel it's until they got to that fucking like final yeah. rematch. Yeah. I didn't even freaking think about that. Yeah. Well, we oh, got shit. We got screwed on the rematch of Wes versus Derek and Paul we Russell. We get Wes and versus Brad in a final though. Yeah. That's sick. Yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be dope. So and it's not gonna come down to a freaking soccer goal kickoff. I'm so excited or better Good not. Night. I better not. I will be so oh, upset. God, if that's what I would the, be so disappointed. Could you imagine if that's what the stars are? Like every goal you make gets you gives you a one minute head start. <laughs> or you have like that many targets that are already done. Or yeah. you have to you have to hit a target, but if you only have one star, then there's only one target on the goal. So you have to hit that one. Yeah. But because Wes has two, then he's got two chances right. to kick a field goal. Yeah, something stupid like that. Oh my god, I would be so upset. Uh, anyways, um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm pulling for DK in this. I think he's gonna pull it out personally. I just, I don't know. I feel like Nehemiah is gonna slip up somewhere, or he's gonna tire out. And I know that like that's possible for anyone. But after seeing what what Derek was capable of with Joss. And like that was after he hadn't been like competing and stuff for a while. And he was a little out of shape that that season when he showed up for as a mercenary. Um, I feel like he's a lot more fit and he's been playing the last few seasons and, you know, all of this. So I'm giving the edge to Derek and that also personal bias. Nothing against Nehemiah. I love Nehemiah, but Derek is like legit my day one. Like even before I love CT, I love Derek. So, you know, I'm going to I'm going to disagree with you and agree with Jenga's take that she was giving while you were talking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is I'm remembering where Nehemiah is from and that's Baltimore. And so I think he, he gives the upset on Derek and a pole wrestle. I'm, I'm just, I'm that's going fair. with the underdog on this one. That's fair. And I think, I think that Nehemiah is going in knowing his competition, 
Derek's going in underestimating his competition. Agreed. So that could be his downfall. The fact that he's going in thinking it's going to be an easier time, not to say that he's not going to give it his all, but he might not at the outset. And that's going to be all that Nehemiah actually needs. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, like at the end of the day, I feel like this is even though like Nehemiah is a little bit bigger than Derek, I feel like this is a very even matched uh, or a very like they're very evenly matched. And I feel like it's going to it's not going to be one of those things where one or the other is just going to straight overpower the other one. I think it's going to be a fight and I think it's going to come down to one. One of them is going to make a mistake, like what happened with the Joss and Derek thing. Or two, one of them is just going to completely retire all energy in their body. And that's going to be the end of of the fight. But I don't think that it's going to be, you know what I mean? Like one or the other just completely dominating the other one. I think it's going to be a, a Joss Derek type of pull wrestle elimination. A it, Derek Wes, you know what I mean? Like it's going to be like that. It's, it's going to be, be a battle. It's going to be a battle. But yeah, um, I know on the, you know, when they flash to the next time on, we see a little bit more of the Derek and Nehemiah, which is just them rolling around on the ground. And then we mm-hmm. do get a clip of uh, Kayla and Kellyanne pole wrestling. So they do go into the elimination. We don't know what the, what's going to happen, what the outcome is. Obviously we're going to have to wait till next week, just like you guys. Um, But I'm excited to see how this is all going to play out and, and how this final is going to end up being ran. And hopefully next week we finally get that episode on what the fuck these stars do. What the fuck are these stars? Well, and speaking of, we actually have, um, well, I guess we kind of did the stars count right um, yeah. at the beginning so. of the episode uh, but just as like a reminder so we have mark with four stars derek with four stars nehemiah with one wes with two and brad with one and then we have john a with five stars naya with two and then kayla and kellyanne both have one and that is up to the end of this episode obviously we don't know what happens with nehemiah and derek stars we'll find that out next episode but that's where we're sitting right now and fucking go John a man. I think John a actually has four. Like the more I keep thinking about, cause I know it has five. She does. Cause Did Tony confirmed she, it. She had four <clears throat> when she left the elimination, right? But cause, where cause, did she, because TJ said to her and Mark, you both have four stars now. And then she went to the daily and she got Veronica's star but for winning the daily. She had one star. She got a star from beating Beth. So that's two stars. She got a star from beating Ronnie. Ronnie didn't go against anyone. That's three stars. Beth had a star. She took Kendall's. Oh, yeah. fuck. That's right. Okay. You guys are right. So, so it she is got five two stars. from Beth. One star from- math. <laughs> Qu- quick mass. Seven. That's wrong. No, but it was quick. But it was quick. Yeah. So, well, um, I guess then after star math, um, you know, John A with five and five quarter stars. Right. Um, <laughs> I guess we should get to uh, who's your guys's MVP for the episode. Oh, yeah, we can do MVPs. I'm, right. I'm down. Sure. I'm down. Tony, who's uh, who's your MVPs? And do you have a runner up to you or um, let me check? No. OK, I cool. have MVPs. Well, I have MVP for male and then I have an MVP and a runner up for female mm-hmm. um, MVP for male Brad uh, based 100 percent on the Naya pep talk. Yeah. The the way that he handled that and how it all played out was the highlight of the episode. It's one of those things that transcends the actual show. 
um, much like we've talked about in some of like the TJ interactions with some of the challengers. Yeah, um, that for me absolutely eclipses anything that could have happened in the runtime of especially this episode. Right. And then the lady MVPs, John A, uh, because she is now in the final with the most stars and she got to choose who was going into elimination um, in the presumably last elimination leading up to the final. Honorable mention being Kellyanne because she should have won that if it weren't for her in the puzzle. Yeah, doing it the wrong less way. Less correctly. <laughs> so um, I'm going to go next just because I'm going to echo what Tony just said. Um, okay. I can't really add much more to what Brad, uh, what you said about Brad. Um, other than, you know, he has just been completely dominant this season physically, which we've talked about multiple mm-hmm. times. Yeah. But this was the first episode where we really saw how deep his social game is, where you'd mentioned earlier him being the bartender between the Derek Mark conversation and then being involved yeah. in the Nehemiah and West conversation, both times being the third will there. But, you know, it, it shows how good he's, he's still done along socially. for the ride. Yeah, yeah. How good he's done socially this this episode. So even mm-hmm. though he's not the winner of the daily and he's not going into elimination. It shows how well he's played and how good of a guy he is because of everything you said about him having the conversation with Naya. Yeah. Um, for the women, I same thing. John A, excellent season. W- another authority um, at the most important time to be in the authority by the looks of it. And then runner up as well. Kellyanne for the women for everything you said. Uh, if I was going to have a runner up for the men, it would be Mark. Um, just because he won the yep. daily and, you know, doing really good at the most important part of the season. So. Fair. Fair. I like it. Um, I'm going to read Josh's real quick. Obviously, I'm sure you guys have noticed by now that uh, Josh was not able to make it on the episode tonight, um, but he did send in his MVPs. And it's Corey Lay. <laughs> anyway. Um, His MVP for male is Brad, and he said that Brad took time away from psyching himself up for the daily to make sure that Naya was motivated to go. So there you go for that. And then for his females, he's giving it to Naya for volunteering, you know, after not attempting the challenge. And he says that's MVP shit right there. So shouts to Naya for that. And I I definitely agree with him on that. You know, at least she like she knew she fucked up and she stepped up to the plate and said, you know what? I fucked up. Let's, you know, let me fix it. I know you guys probably mentioned this because I had stepped away when we were you guys were rounding up the daily earlier. Um, But what she said in that moment of pure emotion where she said she didn't even feel like being there. Yeah. And then to step up and go in, you know, just echoing what Josh said. Very valid. I love it. Yeah. Um, And then for myself, uh, for the males, I actually have Derek as my MVP. I'm just like, I've been really impressed with him these last few episodes. And especially because yet again, this was a puzzle episode or a puzzle daily. And, you know, granted, he didn't win. Mark edged him out a little bit. But Derek was the only other one to get the puzzle correct in a decent amount of time to where he was being competitive with Mark in that daily Um, So I thought that that was really impressive. And then, you know, he turns around and he yet again, after everything that he's done with winning that elimination and then winning the the trivia challenge and getting Jordan sent in and setting everything up for Jordan to go home. And then he turns around and he sets this up, uh, you know, to and volunteers pretty much to have himself sent in so that he can control his own destiny. And I just think that that's really commendable. And, you know, so I'm going to give my MVP to Derek. 
for the girls, uh, I'm going to echo what you guys said. John A gets my MVP. I think she's pretty much gotten it almost every episode this season. Damn near. And yeah. like at the end of this, if the fandom does not vote John A the overall MVP of the season for the females, like I will be fucking shocked because she has been so impressive this season. And I feel like All Stars 1, she was really good. All Stars 2, she came back and was a fucking badass. And then, like, she came back this season. She's an absolute beast. And I'm just like, dude, I wonder, <laughs> are we going to have All Stars 4? And is she going to be on it? And if so, let's fucking go. Like, I'm ready already. <laughs> She's proven herself that she doesn't even have to do the full season. She just shows up for the All Stars 4 final and yeah. somebody has to beat her. Somebody That's has to it. beat her at this point. It's yeah, like, like the boss on the final level. Yeah. Can you beat John A? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, and then I guess for uh, for honorable mentions, I'm going to throw my honorable mention for my males out to Brad for what happened with Naya. And then I'm also going to throw um, my honorable mention for the females um, out to uh, Kellyanne for same reasons you guys said. She absolutely killed it. She's had a great season. Just kind of fucked up a little bit on this daily. But, you know, it happens. It happens to the best of us. Yeah. And, and you know what? We'll see what what she's going to do about in the elimination ring. Cause that's the next real test. And we'll find that out next week. Yeah. Um, I don't really have anything else to add. I didn't really put in a whole lot on this one anyways, but I there wanted wasn't to see, a lot. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to see if you guys had any closing thoughts you wanted to throw out there or no, not, I mean, not really just that I'm really fucking excited. I hope that this next episode is the final. And I also really hope that it's the only episode of the final as much as I like enjoy when they do those two episode finals. Um, I don't want this and CBS to overlap. I'm really stoked for CBS challenge. Yeah. And I'm yeah. just hoping that this is just like timed right. And then I'm also hoping that they continue to time these things right to where we could get like see you know all stars and then as soon as that ends we get cbs and then as soon as that ends we get 38 and then as soon as that ends we get all stars four you know what i mean like can we get like time a two week outright. break in between though just so we can take a break oh yeah no i want a couple weeks in between yeah, each like of the seasons weeks, but not like two, three weeks four months in between you know yeah. a season like yep. you know so but i'm fucking stoked for the final and um yeah I'm just I'm excited to see what happens. This is going to be a good one. Like everybody in the final is a champ, a, a competitor yep. you on know? the male side. Everyone's a champ. And on the women's side, they're all finalists, as we all know, as yeah. been said all season. But, you know, uh, outside of Naya, they're all multi time finalists, I well, believe, too, is if I'm not mistaken. Well, and not only one well, Kayla's not. No, she's Kayla's just vendettas. Yeah. yeah that's um, right. But. Also, after the girls, you know, assuming that the, the girls elimination does move forward and one of the girls is eliminated, that will mean that every girl in the final has also gone into at least one elimination this this current oh, season. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. John A, Kayla or Kellyanne, either one. Brad's, and then Naya. Brad's so, the only one that slipped through. Yeah, yep. Brad's the only one who slipped through all season without having to go to an elimination. Pulled a CT. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. It's Speaks the beard. To the social game. <laughs> Speaks to the beard. The power <laughs> of the beard by Zeus's beard. Don't ever cut it, Brad. Don't ever cut yeah. it. Don't just let that baby live. Well, it's its own being now. Shall we? Shall we close this out? Well, I'll give you one more piece of Canadian content. Let's do it. When we were we were driving back from the zoo today. And we drove past to the uh, the maple syrup farm that I was oh, telling you oh. guys about. Yeah. Uh, 
that we went to on open farm day. <laughs> were there taps? Were they tapping the tree? I don't know. It was far back in the woods. That's where that stuff happens. <laughs> I Next almost time. I almost went in, but Malcolm was sleeping. So we were like, oh, uh, yeah, you don't stop when you've got a sleeping child in the car. You just no. let the white noise go and you just drive. Yep. Look, if you Facts. ever if you ever feel fancy enough or antsy enough, whatever you want to say, and you want to send us a maple syrup, I'll never turn down some <laughs> official Canadian maple syrup. I plan on sending you guys some maple candies that are basically just like pure Ooh, maple syrup. Perfect. I would love, oh my god, I yeah, love maple candy. I'm good with it. Um, we would. I. What can we send you? You know, from America that you that you don't already have, like Walmart. I don't know. Oh we have god. a Walmart. Yeah, see, yeah. you've already got you the could, worst parts and the best parts of yeah, America there. You could just just send me our own swag. Right. <laughs> I should do that. I have the envelope with a stamp on it, I, and it's ready. I it's just sitting haven't written, on my desk. You I just, just had, haven't written the address on it and mailed it out. Yeah, like, there's no addresses okay. on them. I've, I've been meaning to send you guys maple candy since we started talking <laughs> about maple candy like a month ago. And it that happens. hasn't happened. Okay, I will make a promise that I will mail out the stickers uh tomorrow week, yeah and that will go to you josh um i think adam adam wants one i'll and mail one to out to Corey and melissa and uh who oh the girl that you know what she Brittany? double dog dared us i'm Brittany. triple dog daring you Brittany. if you are listening what's up girl dude yeah <laughs> i triple dog dare you to message karina <laughs> to give her your information so we can send you a sticker and then you got to take a photo and then maybe we'll let you come on the podcast for a little bit. <laughs> we'll see what happens. No promises though. We might just make fun of you again. Just send money to Rick's cash. I'm out. joking. We, we love weren't you. making fun of her. You're such a dick. Well, we were. No, fuck that. We were doing making fun of her because she went with a breach of protocol. She didn't go with a single dare. We didn't or... make fun of her. We called her out for, like you said, breaching protocol. Okay. Yeah. We, we, we trash talked a little bit. It was a breach of protocol. You don't just go to double dog dare. <laughs> There's, I dare you. There are steps to this. I, There's an I order. double dare you. And then I double dog dare you. Yeah. And then it's, I triple and dare you. The, yeah. And then I triple dog dare you. The, the coup de she gras. She gave us nowhere yeah. to go right out of the gate. Yeah. yeah. What you, am I supposed to do with that? She went way too high. It's, it's all about etiquette. Okay. She came in high, you know. Came in hot. <laughs> came I in. love, I, I already love her though. I think yeah. she's so fucking awesome. And honestly. Yeah, she's fantastic. Brittany, if you are listening, um, like I said, just just let us know anytime you want to hop on. We're uh, we're a little crazy, but, you know, I think we'd have a good time. And here's the deal. If you're listening, you guys really do want a sticker. Um, I'm not going to try to we're not going to try to make any real money off this. Just we'll link the cash app. Send us a direct message with your contact info and we'll charge you literally the cost for the envelope and the price of postage. And we'll send you out a sticker. Yeah. So there yeah. you go. Otherwise, I don't have anything else to add to you guys. No, I'm I'm good. Nope. All right. Well, we want to thank you all so oh, much. Wait, okay. really quick. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> are you guys sure we have nothing else to talk about? Yes, we are all sure. Okay, I'm going to do that. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> That's because this is different and I keep forgetting. But guys, because this is not normally on schedule, we are releasing a special interview this week on Friday, <gasps> July 1st. Who is it? 
I'm kidding. I just want to interrupt you like you did me. So Jesus keep going. Anyway, um, we are releasing a, a, an extra uh, interview this month. Um, we're going to release one this Friday, even though it's not a normal release date for our Challengers Unplugged episodes. We're going to give you guys an extra one. This one was a lot of fun. And I'm actually really, really excited to release it. Just recently put out Yes, Duffy. So if you guys haven't listened to that, make sure you go check it out. And then this Friday, we're going to be releasing Davis. So make sure that you guys keep an eye out for that. And then we have another release that's coming out the week after that, which is our normal schedule, which will be the 8th of July. Yeah. And uh, this one is a very special release that we're going to be doing uh, for Big Brother 24. Yeah. Um, So stay tuned. I'm I'm going to tell you it's honestly, someone from Big Brother, but we're not going to tell you who it is. Yeah, and honestly, we we just like the next from now until like September 5th, just keep watching because we have like such a fire lineup just sitting here ready to release and I'm all of these. I am so excited to release to you guys. I know you guys are going to love them. Um so just make sure you keep an eye out cuz we have a lot of champions, a lot of favorites. And even some people who don't do fan podcasts like at all, but, you know, obviously we're gracious enough to come and, and hang out with us for a little bit. So make sure you guys keep an eye out for those because they're going to be they're going to be coming at you. Also, we uh, at some point in the future will be doing a season 38 cast breakdown for you guys. And yeah, um, it, we're trying to figure out where we can fit it in because it <laughs> looks like we're going back to back straight from all stars into CBS. Yeah. Um, so we'll see how we're going to get this done, but we will get you that information. Um, otherwise, I'm going to ask this question at the, you know, at the risk of being redundant, but <laughs> is there anything else that anybody would like to add before we close out this episode? I'm I'm good for, for real this time. Not until you start the outro. Okay. <laughs> well, with that being so. said, oh, I finally got in. <laughs> I'm waiting all night with that. Oh my God. You guys oh are God. <laughs> full steam ahead um with that being said uh for myself ricky hayes uh, my beautiful wife karina hayes the one and only tony stats and info lance um, we want to thank you guys so much for tuning in for this recap of episode eight going bananas of all stars season three if you get an opportunity please go through give us a five-star ranking if you're going to rate us lower than that just don't do it go rate someone else low not us yeah we love y'all we hope you guys have a wonderful week and uh you know, if uh, you get a chance, hit us up on Instagram. Let us know who your MVP for this last episode was. Otherwise, be good to each other. And uh, we love y'all. Bye. Later. Bye.